Trying to get this crowd behind him. His back's a fucking bloody mess. Oh my fucking god! Oh my fucking god! A shower of goddamn glass. Biscuit, I get in front of me, biscuit, in front of me. Fuck you! Oh Jesus fucking Christ! It's raining glass here in the pit at heavy metal wrestling, and fucking it's fire propers. It's the goddamn Texas Deathmatch Massacre. And now, Ruben, holy fucking shit! Holy motherfucking shit! This is insane. Oh! This we're gonna get sued. We're gonna get fucking sued, dude. One, two. No! Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? I thought I died. I thought I died. <laughs> Ruben, goddamn Look at what's in that still. man's hand. Look Ruben. at what's in that man's hand. Oh, he's got the skewers. Oh, he's got the fucking skewers. Oh! Oh! I don't know if you know this, but the domain cagematch.com is for sale. Um, it, I guess Strigonet is actually cagematch.net. And cagematch.de, yes. of course. But we could, you know what? We could buy cagematch.com and start just posting, like, you know, uh, nine ratings for who's the guy? Big Tommy? Tomoya, uh, Tomoya Harada? Tomoya Harada. Yeah, yeah, we could do and... that. I've never seen him wrestle, but you like him. We could do that. And we could boost up this uh, Hungarian guy. What's the Hungarian guy's name? Uh, Norbert uh, Noreni. Okay. I, I don't fucking. Give him a nine point five, and then that's how we. This is how we resist the striga. Yeah, you know, get you know, get Black Terry at a nine point five. Just, just without any irony at all, because he's. Are people you know, rating Black Terry high out of irony? Oh, it's meme wrestling. No, no, no. I, I mean, I think I think he actually has a legit pretty high rating, but it's like, it's Black Terry. Yeah, yeah. he has an eight. With eight? five votes overall, so his actual average rating is a nine point six. Are you multiple screening of, over there? Do you are you using the the thing too? Yeah, the, I'm using, oh, I'm using shit. the little tablet. See, this is like, what we I, need to do. You need to always have that because you can hit me with some cage match ratings while we're yeah the, yeah because right now I don't have a fucking I don't even have the air conditioner plugged in. It's <laughs> only kind of hot. It's gonna be a great winner. We're gonna have we're gonna have multiple screens all winter. It's gonna be fantastic. What the fuck, McAfee? <laughs> Holy shit! Um, welcome. Is that good? You want to do that? Yeah. You do the good. intro. You hit it. 9.6. Welcome to Wrestling is Gross. Is gross. <laughs> My but name is only Bucky. an 8. My name is Siobhan. <laughs> only it was All right, an 8. He's 67 years old, though. Who else is active at 67 and still retaining an 8 on Cage Match? We're talking, of course, about Black Terry, uh, who is the focus of today's episode, uh, except he's not uh, at all. Uh, but yeah. wouldn't it be cool if... Let's get Black Terry in uh, in the Texas uh, 
what is it? Heavy metal wrestling slash inspire yeah. pro Texas massacre Deathmatch Texas Deathmatch massacre tournament. God. Um, oh, I can't wait to talk about Root, Ruben Steele. I was going to say Ruben Steele versus Black Terry. Or oh, I mean, I mean, here's the thing: Black Terry, we know he can he can pull magic. You know, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, we don't, he would need to pull magic out of Ruben Steele. But who's the guy Ruben Steele wrestled? I'm going to bring it all up. But was the great Scott? Yeah, great. Great Scott, that is a guy where <laughs> there Great. might be an he might, he might need a little more magic there, but yeah, I, I could see it. You yeah, know? Ruben Steele and Great Scott versus Trauma One and Trauma Two, accompanied by Adam Lash. Um, what we're doing today <laughs> is just trying to get an episode out because we haven't done one in a while. Uh, to be quite frank, uh, you know, Kevin Spacey. Let me be frank. Um, have you heard about all the the spacey Epstein? I mean, I know you know he was connected, but have you heard all the yeah. conspiracy theories about like the mug that he holds up at the end of that video? No, uh, it's some That's... weird royal stuff. It's got it has to do with Andrew, uh, Prince Andrew. Um, <laughs> there's it's it's really we we should just do an Epstein episode at some point, but it feels like the time has passed. I've been I've been listening to the uh, you know Pig Piss Granddad. We talked about him on yeah, the, of course. He's uh, got, true and on. Yeah, true and on. I've been, I've listened to that, and I feel like they did four episodes of that show uh, before Epstein uh, passed away, and <laughs> before Jeff, yes. uh, you know, whatever happened to him before he yes. died alone. <laughs> With no other before his murking of, of any sort of nature, yes, self-inflicted or not, right? Of course, um, it they did. I think four episodes, and then then that happened. Uh, whatever happened happened, and they they're still doing episodes, and the show is still good. But it it's a damn shame because True and On could be the greatest podcast in the world if Epstein hadn't murked himself or whatever um <laughs> but you know uh, these things happen i guess and it's weird you know it was one of those things that i saw that was really weird um like all of the cert i don't know exactly what side of twitter was doing it but i saw this from all of like the rise of like once the epstein shit uh broke and everybody was like oh and you people made fun of like we've seen people making fun of Pizzagate yeah. and a, a fucking QAnon and all of this stuff for ye- for years now. Like taking a- and yeah, these these fucking like all of a sudden these hipster- liberals are all on this- these hipster <laughs> these hipster communists. And yeah, it's like this weird version of I, don't I will know say this. Are I, like I do want to say it's been interesting how um, I have seen some of my like very like center left like liberal friends on Facebook start to like give weight to this sort of thing. Uh, it has it didn't happen, but I feel like the the murder of Jeffrey Epstein could have been the thing to unite the 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 neoliberals and and us to the f- farther to that side i think we could have gotten there um but unfortunately they only watched cnn and cnn said he murked himself so um, yes. it's it's a- but it's also like i mean everybody knew about the epstein stuff but just QAnon is just really makes no goddamn sense and yeah it's all like it's you know, all like predicated on JFK Jr. and like I don't know about that like, stuff. <laughs> Pizzagate is about one shitty like restaurant that I I mean I I, I, I like I know hey, people don't say who played 
Well, I know people who have, who are in bands who have played there. I mean, no shit. Are they white supremacists? Yeah. No. Is this Schlack's well, band? No, they're just uh, hipster dipshits. It's the same guy. Did I tell you about the guy? No, he's on Twitter. Um, he was. Um, <laughs> See, we were worried friend... we weren't going to have anything to talk about. <laughs> yeah, he's friends with the guy. Uh, he's friends with a guy who dated um, the Armenian one from Red Scare. Who okay. was just like I don't know which uh, one that is, but sure. Are you talking, yeah. are you friends with Adam Friedland? No, I'm not. Oh, sadly, he's he's he's, he's like an Adam, but it's so uh, sad they broke up. Except it's really good because it's good that he got away. Yeah, Jesus Christ, he needs to take a long look in the fucking mirror. He is knee deep uh, in pussy as well as dick. I'm sure. But here's the thing: it's like um, this guy. Yeah, he's just some guy on Twitter. He's he he has a band, and anyway, he he knew a guy who was like just a frap. Who was like like a finance bro who just like liked the Knicks and voted for Romney? And <laughs> she was really into him. That's a type. And then, and then she, she they broke up because they had nothing to. T- she he he had nothing to say to her, and she had nothing to say to him, and she was like apparently kind of hurt by it. So she's really funny, like you know. You know, we, we all just want to be a trad wife, I suppose. But at the same time, um, you know, get the fuck over yourself. Shit, you there? What the fuck was that shit? You know what happened? What happened? I hit the fucking mute button on my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh wow! Hey, you know what? What is this episode twenty two? We're we're still discovering new ways to fuck this podcast up. Um, yeah, we didn't, call, we didn't even say what episode it was. Oh yeah, this we, is episode. We, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're doing some episode one shit. Uh, welcome to episode one of Wrestling Is Gross. Um, episode twenty two, right? Yes. I I see. We're one of us is supposed to put the 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 number like just write it on the fucking ground in front of you in lighter <laughs> fluid, right? You you write twenty two yeah. and then you ignite that shit and then hopefully it burns uh, as long as it takes us to get to the intro, which usually takes about fifteen minutes uh, when we start this call. Uh, I've I've been drinking, so uh, I of course I worked. Uh, from 11 p.m. last night until 7 a.m. this morning, came home and did uh, little kid shit uh, until just a little bit ago. It's 12:55 my time right now. I finally finished story time for my daughter at 12:28, I believe, is when I messaged you. Um, yes. So I'm still in full dumbass mode, uh, which is good for recording a podcast, of course. The yes. subject matter of today's podcast, which should be a shorter one. Um, because I do have to take a nap at some point. Tomorrow I'm going to the Nick Gage Invitational. Um, I'm, I'm driving from Peoria, where I live, three hours to Chicago to pick up a couple of friends. Uh, at cool Luigi underscore, I believe. Uh, Chris Givens and uh, Ty Schleppi, at Ty, please. I don't know. They've got underscores in their names. If you know them, you know them. If you don't, you don't. They're fine. Um, I'm going to pick them up from union station we're gonna go to the fucking bean i think we're gonna walk to the bean you know the bean dang bean i never yeah. been there i never been to the fucking bean chris has been to the bean uh i don't think ties are in chicago uh i've been a couple times but i've mostly been around 
the outskirts. I've been to Wrigley uh, and whatever. Mu- I saw a Neurosis in a, a music venue that's apparently pretty famous that's right across the street from Wrigley. Uh, but I have not been to the Bean, so I think we might walk to the Bean. Um, we're going to that, and it's a big deal. It's I was there last year, of course, and I think it's important. We did a Tournament of Survival uh, pre-show. And again, this show is actually just... We haven't recorded at all in the month of September. We have to do something. Our plans for our AAA, our AAA show kind of are on hiatus for a little bit. We had another thing. It's been postponed because of things. Um, so let's just do this thing. Um, so yeah, we have, we have ideas. We're not out of ideas by any stretch. It's a... It's a logistical matter. Oh, the, we, we've got <laughs> the the ideas man. Um, like, did you ever see the million dollar extreme short film Ideas Man? Were no. you a, were you an MDE person? No, I actually missed all that shit weirdly, oh. which is like Sam Hyde. in the end. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, he's a bad person, huh? But oh, okay. we didn't know at Brought the time. Up. We thought he was like a funny, edgy, like. Sam Hyde in 2013 was, and I say this, and I know anybody who knows or cares will say, wow, what a dumbass for saying this. <laughs> Sam Hyde in 2013, one of the greatest creative comedic minds on the internet. Um, I wouldn't recommend Million Dollar Extreme to anybody in the world at this point, but there was a time before they revealed themselves as alt-right um, where I they were they were the epitome of just online dirtbag humor and it's a real shame what happened um check out ideas man uh, don't do that don't look that up um we're here to talk about death matches that's what we do right at deathmatch pod yeah. follow us on twitter um we're going to talk about the the deathmatch tournaments over the summer now for me i've always looked at the summer as like this is the time when these things happen right um We've always yeah. had the Tournament of Death and IWA Mid-South, King of the Death matches, and then assorted other ones, right? Uh, this yeah. year, sadly, IWA, as you have talked about before, of course, and I'm just like, well, you know, let IWA do whatever they whatever they can to sustain their business. Um, IWA is working a building where they cannot do blood, right? Do you know any details about that? I know you're the yeah, investigative it, reporter on this subject. Yeah, it's um, Jeffersonville, Indiana, the arena, spelled with two capital A's. Um, <laughs> it just does not allow. It just does not allow blading. Um, Wait, the Alcoholics have, Anonymous Arena. <laughs> it's the A R A E A R E N capital A. Oh, I thought you were saying it was the A A Arena. Okay, no, um, the Arena. Okay, the, the Aryan <laughs> Arena. Got it. Um, this is the um, part in Mission Impossible Fallout where there's a Wolf Blitzer cameo. You should check this film out. It's really something. Zev Lightning. <laughs> is it Yev Lightning? I always forget <laughs> what his what his name he publishes in in uh, in Israel is. That is just the um, a- English version of his German last name of his German name. <laughs> but it's well, he takes the he takes the Hebrew version of Wolf and. The uh, English version of Blitz, which is lightning. Yeah, sure. And, uh, so he's yeah, and it's he's a weird man. He's cool. I like I like his look. Um. I like when he got he got destroyed on Celebrity Jeopardy. Hell yeah, I've seen that. I would love to see him work a death match. Um, yeah, 
we're not going to talk much about Wolf Blitzer. Yes, but there was the up. thing about um they um there was that train wreck uh, promotions show where there wasn't it. There wasn't. A I'm sorry, train wreck the the film. No, no, no. There, it was some <laughs> promotion because they they are also running. They're running a okay. You were using train wreck as an adjective. No, no, I'm saying it's literally the name. This train wreck promotion. Okay. Train wreck pro wrestling. Oh, we're talking about wrestling. I thought we were still talking about Wolf Blitzer. My bad. No, no. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yes, that um, is connected to IWA itself in some some degree. J.C. Rotten is involved. Southern Um, Indiana wrestling is a beautiful landscape of bullshit. It is. And they ran a show somewhere where they had tubes, they had paints, glass paint spots. Oh, this and is the then they got shit. that. You're talking about the AIDS yes, thing. Like, and here's the thing. It's like, no, and, and as we know, um, it was bullshit. It okay. was completely Describe done. Describe it, though, because we haven't talked about this at length on the show. What? Okay, so w- they said that there was, because in at least one of the matches, um, a wrestler Bled after taking a glass spot of some type. We don't, we don't have video footage of it. We don't fucking know what happened. Uh, so, and there was a warning to the to those in attendance issued by the local government that this could have been an HIV exposure or or just you know a general thing. And that of course is because of there's been a rise. Uh, since the Mike Pence era, because of in Indiana, because of lack of funding, of course, you know, with, with needles and all of that shit, and just general fuckery, uh, appropriately enough. It's just that, encouraging just it. Why are we encouraging this use of drugs? Like, yeah, yeah let them die. Let them just die. It's so yeah. yeah that is a weird, just, a weird thing that exists in in, in And there culture. was there was a, like the biggest outbreak since. In thirty years, happened. In I didn't like know that. Yeah, two thousand statewide, all of Indiana. No, in the fucking country. Okay, happened. so oh, in, in the entire country. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, good thing he's like break. he's in actually got power is. over the entire country now. Yes, um, in some sovereign Indiana town. It wasn't this one though. So they basically, and basically, it was we don't want you in our in our city anymore. We don't want this shit happening. Mm. And it has really very little to do with there, there. There wasn't a fucking HIV exposure. There wasn't anything that happened like that. That's bullshit. And they are Trainark is running a show in in Memphis with. Uh, I think Tremont's on it. Fucking Arrow Boy. Oh yeah, Ajax, I've seen that. I've Asnova. seen a poster for yeah, that. Yeah, that looks. It's a hopefully tournament. we get. Yeah, uh, Southern Sickness. Hopefully the Southern we get Sickness footage of that. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully we get footage of that shit because it probably be cool. Hopefully we also get footage of the SWF thing that happened. They're bringing Arrow Boy to Tennessee. Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah he's gonna it, leave with boots. Cowboy boots. I mean, not you know. He probably wears sneakers. We're, we're, we're going. To, there's a chance if that. There, if that SWF tournament uh, doesn't isn't recorded, and I doubt it will be, that there will be two different tournaments with the American Yakuza, Akira Sarugi. Of course. That we're not seeing. Of course. I've still never seen him work. One, I just know he exists. I, exactly. The only thing we have from that one, uh, the Asylum uh, Wrestling Revolution, or whatever the fuck, okay. show um, that happen deathmatch show uh, i think the tournament was won by corporal robinson that's the one mike was Weapon. at right yeah I, I think he was he the was at the show floxy yeah. stocksy david dixon ass of course yes we have the oh, we we somehow i mean I, I believe the um hooligans have just have a guy there was a 
uh, rejects right. Hooligans match uh, where only one of them could advance. It's really kick-ass. It's just, I didn't it's know like there a, was any stipulation beyond it's two badass teams kicking each other's asses. Um, yeah, we'll link it's, that. It's, let's, it's, let's, let's, let's remind me to link that in the notes because um, that, I think that's a VK link from a private group. Maybe I should just rip yeah, it and put real, it on YouTube. It, it, it's real good. It's, it's so good. It kicks a, it's the it hooligans kicks, and Reed Bentley and uh, John Wayne Murdoch, of course. Yes. Uh, so um, yeah, Bert, that, and, that seems like a good promotion. But yeah, I don't. And and then there's also the the Casanova uh, Valiente, of course. Casanova Valiente um, yeah. promoted the No Ring Deathmatch Tournament. Yeah, we don't get any of the. We get very little from H two O. Again, the, Mike Stock sent me. Uh, he 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 told me I could. Uh, we have one of the. Should yeah, I we say have this? Some of their he stuff. To, he's going to let me log into his SmartMark video account and download an H two O show. Um, Shouts out to Mike Burns. Uh, yeah. I, 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 sorry, sorry, Zan Dig for you down the stairs for booking the CW a CZWROH feud. Yeah. No, uh, oh, there's so that's the stories. thing about this, right? Is we're we're gonna do some deathmatch uh, tournament stuff, but there's a lot of stuff that we don't get to see. Um, yeah. And the IWA I mean, Mid South tournament didn't happen, right? That's the yeah. That's the big thing here. Is it uh, because they work in this building that is – it's not the same building that Trainwreck ran in, right? Or is it – No, they ran somewhere else. Different. Okay. They somewhere, this is where Paradigm Pro, all of those others. Paradigm um, Pro is Cashflow's thing? I don't know exactly who's running it now. But, I mean, right now the tag champs are Bobby Beverly and Matthew Justice. Oh, cool. The uh, heavyweight champ is AJ Gray. So it's they, AIW they but with more glass. Yeah. What would you say? AIW with more glass. No, AIW with no glass, no blood in the oh, they building. Don't, oh, of course, they don't no. do glass. I'm yeah, mistaken. This is AIW with more doors. Oh, more doors. And no ble- nobody's bleeding, but they have a real good talent roster. Yeah. Uh, and it's and there's, you know... Um, it's, that Indiana, Ohio a, scene is healthier than people realize. Maybe not with... Yeah, there's a lot. Like, actual attendance or, like, you know no tape sales are happening here, but the actual like quality of shows has to be pretty good, even though we're not seeing yeah, I mean, them. If you got Trey Lamar we, working mid card matches, like it, we've got, uh, we finally have a professionally shot. I think at least unsanctioned pro from Columbus show on, uh, independent wrestling. A, TV, yeah, which that sounds power cool. bomb. Yeah. yeah. That sounds good. And, um, also the SWF, uh, arena, the Gypsy Joe arena or whatever it is, technically, <laughs> that is like a Shinkiba first string where it should just have, it should be streaming 24 seven Sure, because they gave us Wombat, GQ versus Grease Lightning. That's one a of cool the building. Matches the year. That's a very I cool just want to see if something's, ha- if something is happening there, you want a 24 seven like stream. I'll tell you what, yeah, the, I just would the, like to know, right? The local you know, zoo you, here has a, a, a meerkat den where they keep the meerkats. You can go on the yeah. Peoria zoo website and watch the meerkats 24 hours a day. If you want, um, hell yeah. that's kind of what we need for, what is it called? The gypsy Joe arena? I think so. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah. that's, <laughs> no IWA think... King of the Death matches this year, sadly. Um, I, I think one of us even tweeted at him. I'm not sure if it was me or you to ask. And that was when they, they kind of told us that. And we didn't realize the connection with the AIDS the AIDS scare, of course. The classic yes. 2019 Deathmatch AIDS scare. Um, so our big first Deathmatch tournament of this year was the Tournament of Survival, Game Changer Wrestling, on uh, June 1st. And we covered this in a preview form. Uh, on the episode where we also reviewed that one time there was a fight on Deadwood. 
Uh, <laughs> one time. That one time. Uh, that one time somebody got like died on Deadwood. It was little, I think it's well maybe one of two times somebody died on that show. Still haven't watched that movie by the way. I know. Uh, I was. I. Uh, it's a shame. At least I, t- I get did get to tell you about the woo feed this fuck to the pigs line, yeah. which I really did. Mick Foley cheap cheap pop out of out of out of Mister D Milch, but. <laughs> Uh, it was Dave, so good. David you know? Milch, uh, I'm just waiting for him to cancel himself on Twitter, just like David Simon did. Um, is what's the David Chase is still safe, right? We still like David Chase. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. The Bafungul. Band of Brothers guy blocked me for something that was Stephen E. So Ambrose. I believe so. Yes. Wow, it's a fine work of television. Um, I've been rewatching it actually. <laughs> Yeah, it kicks ass. Um, yeah. Here's the thing. So, okay, let's talk about tournament. Now, we did our preview. Um, at the time, I said, you said that you wanted G-River to go over. I wanted Alex Colon to go over, but we were good at both. They met in the did final. Did I say G-River? And that, I thought I said Jimmy it, Lloyd. No. Okay. No, maybe you did say Jimmy Lloyd. I, I, ironically, all three of them were in the final, and also Schlack. Who and also, Schlack was not in the tournament. Um, <laughs> yes. This is a weird show. Happened. Yeah, because, yeah, what, what we end up with after three rounds, three grueling rounds, uh, Alex Cologne won Tournament of Survival. Um, he was supposed to face G. Raver, who had also made it to the final, but G. Raver was, I guess, legitimately concussed in the first minute of the match, right? Yeah. And then uh, Schlack comes out. And this is like a full, like, when Zandig made uh, Drake Younger come out to wrestle barefooted in the main event against, against Justice Payne, like, like not planned, total shoot, go out there, kid, we need you. And he sent uh, Schlack through the crowd and Jimmy Lloyd out, who Jimmy Lloyd had been eliminated by Alex Cologne. Or by, yes. uh, no, Jimmy Lloyd had been eliminated he- by G. Raver. Yes, yeah. And Schlack wasn't even in the fucking tournament. So we end up with yeah. a five-minute... and Marcus Crane were just hosting... They're supposed to host, like, some no-ring, like, things after the... Yeah. Uh, as an after-party that we never even saw. I don't even know if they actually happened. Marcus <laughs> Crane got all snowed up and, and for no reason. Uh, yeah. Was, he, no, he, he got snowed up. He got snowed up because it's what he does. Um, he would, it's, it was a Saturday. That's why he did it. Um, yeah. So Alex Cologne beat Jimmy Lloyd and Schlack in the final, uh, which it says goes five minutes, 51 seconds. It's pretty wild, uh, especially for a match that literally had no planning and was called on the fly with people who weren't supposed to be in it. Um, my match of the night for tournament of survival was Alex Cologne versus Toshiyuki Sakuda, uh, in round one, uh, Sakuda. I, I would. I would go with either that or um, – well, say what you were going to say. I was going to say Sakuda is my boy. Uh, Sakuda is Sakuda, five foot yeah, one. He, he – I just – this morning, actually, on my lunch break, I watched Sakuda versus Jin Kasai. Or no. Not, oh. Uh, yes. Yeah. Wait. Jin Kasai or – fuck. I just, is it the Takeda match or the, the Kasai match? match. It's the Takeda match. I have yes, not seen the Kasai very match. Good. I like both The Takeda match from February 28th uh, from the, the – the, Big Japan. Deathmatch survived. There yeah. you go. Uh, which is yeah. wild, and I don't even know where to rank it. Uh, Sakuda is, he's five foot one. he's got blue hair, he's the shit. Um, this is his first time in America, and him and Alex Cologne, I think, had the best match of the night. What were, what, what's your, what's your MOT? I would, I would say either uh, that, or um, Gage versus G-River. 
Okay. Yeah, that's that was so that would have been the appropriate final. That to me, and looking back, those are the only the top four GCW guys this year. I think are those two, Gage and Jimmy Lloyd. So sure that yes. Uh, so that's you know I think that, that's how it goes. Do you uh, so you you do put G Raver on the on the level of like Cologne and Gage then? Because I'm, yeah. I'm I go back and forth on him. Obviously, it's very sad. He's like fucked up now. He's gonna have to have surgery on his arm so that he can fucking feel his fingers again. Um, yeah, so he do any sort of work at all? Yeah, and that's level, that's fucked. not even wrestling. Um, um and, but I I I do. I feel like G Raver is one of the craziest people in deathmatch wrestling, but every now and then I feel like his matches just feel very much the same. Um, like his I've seen his spots of, and he does them sure. every time. What I, what I think is, I think I, I don't necessarily disagree, but I think what the thing that he has is I think he has the ability to work with people who aren't necessarily, I think he has the ability to bring out the best in people who are either, um, new to death matches mm. or aren't going to do all of the craziest spots. Um, that Channing Decker match in, De- uh, in yeah, Death I haven't watched Street. that. I've heard you talk about it's that. Ve- it's very, it's very, it's a great match. It's Channing, legit- Channing Decker is a ridiculous name for a person to have, whether shoot looks- or. Like it's I know. ridiculous. I mean, he's like a frat guy gimmick, and but this match kicks ass. It's really good, and it's and it's where's that from? Um, Destiny co-promoted by with Blackcraft in March okay. before uh, is that Blackcraft, on VK? Yeah, before okay. they went fucking supernova in uh, oh, uh, on the collective. Of course, yeah. The Black um, Blackcraft really uh, really blew up there. Everybody's been blew- talking about him ever since. Yeah. <laughs> um, and. So, yeah, there's it, but it's it's really and he can lead a guy. I mean, there's all, he yeah had that sure. match with Drew Parker where I don't think Drew Parker really bled much at all. From, he definitely uh, bled from L.A. From yeah, from L.A. Yeah, and from I just March feel like, 8th, I feel like I, believe. I feel like what his he had a really great match with Orin Vite, who we are going to talk about a little bit. And, sure, um, I have opinions and on it's, Orin Vite. I think I think he has an ability to. Get something out of people who don't aren't necessarily going to give him give someone else that. Sure. He just has, and I don't know. Maybe it's just a, he does seem just, like he's it's, comfortable it's, to work with because he has yeah. he is. I I, I do think G Raver uh, in this in, in this tournament we're looking at a, a field of eight, right? Raver, yeah. Nick Gage, uh, Sami Kadaka, Orin Vite, Jimmy Lloyd. Wrestled the great Sasuke in a match I do want to talk about briefly. Um, Alex Colon to Sakuda. I think maybe the only person who can work a better straight match than him in this would be Gage or, or maybe Alex Cologne. Um, and even those are going to be, I think, I think G Raver, I think you could, we've, you know, we've talked about G Raver, um, uh, allegedly being trained by Mike Quackenbush in the Chikara slash CZW gym. Is that right? Yes. And you think G Raver was one of the colony. I don't know if that's a joke or not. It, I mean, it's half a joke, but I think he, <laughs> I think they genuinely did work on, in Jakarta under a mask. Right? You think I he's? Think he you, think he's uh, you think he's? You think he's meth ant? 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, that's the thing. G Raver. Yeah, G Raver uh... could go. G Raver has gone to Mexico. G Raver could be plugged in against anybody in Zona Twenty Three and have a great, you know, great lucha brawl. Or he could have just a straight up. He could have a two out of three falls title match against him and Canis Lupus. Could have a bloodless thing. El uh, hijo de Canis Lupus. Um, yeah. I, uh, of course, did you see the post? Not to derail this. Did you see uh, Elio del, Can- del Canis Lupus um, posted some rap music lyrics on his Instagram and used the N word? No. Yeah, he's canceled. Um, it's in the. It's in the. the <laughs> I, de- it's in Deuce chat. <laughs> yeah, I know he's only twenty, but like something like that. <laughs> If we um, let, hey look, if we let Takashi six six nine do it, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually, you know what? Looking at this card, I think my favorite match of this of this show of tournament survival this year was the six way scramble non tournament match, which was uh, KTB Caldebeast uh, from the woods. His style is mauling uh, versus Grim Reefer, Kikutaro, Pinky Sanchez, and then new additions to the GCW roster. Just about two weeks after they went off the balcony at the Odeon. Joshua Bishop and Matthew Justice. Um, this this is like probably one of the best scram, maybe the best scramble of the year. I think uh, as far as GCW multi man, you know, uh, not no sharp objects, doors, whatnot, uh, but just guys doing things. Uh, do, you know, guys being dudes. Um, I think this is the best version of that that we got all year. Uh, do you have any any thoughts on that? As like, no, and also I, I, let's. I wouldn't, I no. wouldn't disagree. Okay. I, no. I, I. How important do you think it is to have a big non-tournament uh, match like this that that comes off as like high end and has a lot of talent in it and breaks sort of the uh, the monotony that could occur in a in a match that's just eight straight death matches. It's very important, I think right? It's, I think it's important. It is weird. Like. Um, it, it and I, I think it's like I'm looking like looking back at all, all old IWA show IWA death mm. shows. They usually they usually didn't do that. No, there. they would open the um, show with like yes, a exactly. title match. They would, and then they would or they would and they would like use like the you, most elaborate gimmick. Like the cage match always went first. Yeah. So well, it's easier to put it up and then take it down, right? I, I think that I think that's logistics. Um, uh, yes, I mean Have I guess that. It's like what is it from like O four or O three? It's Daisy Hayes versus fuck Rain. Was her name Rain? What? Rain was a person. Yeah. Okay. And there's a wrecking. there's a spot where somebody does a power bomb onto a chair in the front row, and I think Daisy Hayes just dies on it. I just thought about that for the first time in ten years. Forgive me. Um, that happens a lot. The uh, Haley hatred, Mickey Knuckles. Maybe it was Haley hatred. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah. Check out that was, uh, that some was Daisy. In the ring, though. That was in the ring. Okay. So oh, I know. I I've seen that. Well. Have seen that. Um, Alex Cologne wins the tournament of survival. We're not rambling too bad. I mean, it's a mess. This, no, no, no. this show's a mess, but it's good. Um, Alex Cologne was your pick, right? Yes. Okay. So Alex Cologne wins. Um, cements himself as an absolute legend, and I think like earned that very much. 
Alex Cologne was also not a deathmatch guy until a couple of years ago. Um, there's a moment on one of the recent GCW shows where I think it's Egotistico Fantastico is on commentary, uh, one of the Chicago shows, and he he says to Dave Frazak on commentary, I don't know what's gotten into Alex Cologne. I asked him, uh, why, why are you doing deathmatches now? And he said, oh, it's all Danny Havoc's fault. Danny got me into the shit. And, like, that's... I'm into that. I like the idea that Danny yeah. Havoc is radicalizing people. That's that's a good thing. I think that's I think it's really important that that Danny Havoc is around and influencing people, even if he's sort of retired himself. Um, yes, um, I I don't think they get booked anymore, but I know uh, Crane and Eric Ryan were using General Order Twenty Four as a tag team name in uh, Black Label Pro. And okay, uh, uh, now is that is that a is that a like a Red Army thing? The, that's the Stalinism? General, what, the General Order 24? Yeah. No, that, I mean, that was, of course, the name of Danny Havoc's uh, Valley Driver, and that's a okay. Star Trek thing. Oh, okay, so you can understand because why I thought it was... a huge nerd. Okay, but you can understand why <laughs> I thought that was a Stalinism. <laughs> it was a... It was a... It might have been um, not... It might have been problematic. <laughs> Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. D- Danny Havoc is just a huge nerd. He's yeah. he's well, he's, he's not like a here. he's not like a he's not a World War Two nerd. He's just a he's just a Star Trek guy. Got it. Um, all right. Well, I think that's we did our review of of. Oh, what ter- did you want to say about Jimmy Lloyd versus Grant Hoskin? Oh, um, it it would be really good if they didn't do comedy. Or didn't do it. Yes. Much. Look, Grace Hoskin does his like Santino Morella snake charming spots now, and that's just a part of his shit. I wish it wasn't. That match has some crazy bumps. It's an absolute legend coming over to work a single one match, and he didn't. I don't think he worked for any other promotions here in America. He came over to work this one match with the yeah, different he, boy. Yeah, not this, uh, not on this tour because yeah. he's 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 made some appearances last um, over the last. Year, a couple years. He's come over um, a few times, and I think I think uh, a big part uh, of that is the Joey Janela connection, definitely. Um, yeah, he worked Darby Allen in fucking Minneapolis uh, for <laughs> one of those that, shows. That, is that on tape? Yeah, it's on power. It's on Powerbomb. I think it's. I Have think you Aaron seen Corbin. It? I haven't seen it yet. No, first yeah. wrestling. First. Yeah. Oh, oh, you mean F one R S T one R S T wrestling? Yes. Cool. I'll have to forget to check that out. Yeah. yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool that it happened, and uh, Sasuke is like 48 years old, and he's an insane person. Um, all right, CCW Tournament of Death, you want to move right on? Sure, yeah. CCW Tournament of Death 2018, uh, this is from June 22nd. I, I don't know about, I, I don't, who watches CCW at this point, really? I know, this is important. I mean, I had to find... Like, I took an interest in finding out that, um, I if told you this, I told you this, uh, the Brandon Kirk Masada Tangled Web match. From May, really, really right? Fun. From a Tangled yes. Web uh, 25 yes. or whatever the fuck the show is. Tangled yeah, Web very, yes, the annual show that is now in May. Um, real fucking good. Really, yeah. really, really high end. Uh, the, the name of the show is just Tangled Web 2019. It's from May 11th. If you want to go pirate that on, on VK, it's, I have not seen that yet. You linked it. We've got it. We've got it in the doc. Uh, I know you told me to watch it. I, Brandon Kirk is not good. Um, 
And he Masada gets, also not very good <laughs> at this point. It we'll makes talk about it more. more later. It, it makes sense. It makes sense as a match. Is all I'll say. Yeah, I I I hey. I, I want to see one CZW match uh, this year, and usually it's just but Cage of that, Death. Yeah, this year I mean they've they've had some solid stuff just because two of their main I mean some of the main guys like from at least from the Deathmatch side are. Tremont and Claxton. Yeah, Claxton's good. Claxton and Claxton is great in this tournament. Uh, Claxton wins the Tournament of Death this year. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you what about Tournament of Death. It's always been a very confusing numbering system because the first Tournament of Death happened in 2002. Um, so here we are in 2019, and they've held 20. Uh, they've held Tournament of Death 18 this year. Uh, so it always you always get the graphic that says Tournament of Death 18. Yes, and it the happened in 2019. No, that that works. That wait. No, no, it doesn't. It literally, it's the wrong. It's this is <laughs> it, it. It it is. Uh, no, it it is, is it? but it's stupid, is what I'm saying. The fact that we're in twenty eight, tw- we're in twenty nineteen, the year of our Lord, uh, the year of the Luigi, and Tournament of Death eighteen happened this year in twenty nineteen. That's dumb, and it's confusing. And if you it is, no, it is accurate. Yeah, but it's it is, also it just feels weird. I'm, listen, I'm not talking about accuracy. I'm talking about stupidity. Yes. <laughs> it is. This it's show is not good. I'm, yeah, it's not. It's not good. There's some people in it who are a couple, like two, who I think are good. Dan yeah. O'Hare. Dan O'Hare. Uh, right, Jimmy, so Jimmy Lloyd is in this tournament too, but, but I Jimmy barely. Jimmy Lloyd and John Wayne Murdoch have a completely boring nothing match. Like it has interference. It's got spots, but it's like not good. Like it's yeah. it's like the worst. It's maybe not the worst match I've seen from either guy this year. But Jimmy Lloyd versus John Wayne Murdoch in a Shattered Dream Panes of Glass match. I do like that they they have the fun names. I do miss that. I think GCW should start doing more of that. Yeah, um, they really. That was one of, that felt like a, one of their hooks, and it's really disappeared. Yeah, it's uh, just it's just uh, fuckery boards or whatever. Which I uh, I think I've talked about how I don't care for fuckery as a term. I think it's kind of lame and uh, ooh woo weird. Twitter 2015 like this is like a thing that furries would say. Like poly furries would say this. <laughs> it's you know? it's a little it's a little uh, like shit weasel. <laughs> yes, shit weasel. That's what I meant by poly furries. Um, one of my favorite matches on this show has Schlack in it as he is defeated by Officer Dan O'Hare, the big scare Dan O'Hare, Officer O'Hare, in the first round, the first match of the show. Um, Doors of Death. Is Schlack getting good? I We've talked about this, and I think we've come to the conclusion that a little <laughs> bit, but mostly it's the people under, are understanding how to work around him. Yeah. But this is easily the best year he's ever had. Yeah. I oh yeah, that's definitely. He's had multiple matches. I felt were actively good. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're gonna talk about a couple like, more of them because yeah, Schlack versus. But yeah, Schlack and Dan O'Hare obviously were Storm of Entrails, which is one of the greatest tag team names of all time, right? <laughs> yes. Storm of Entrails, and they ran a gimmick for a little while, about two, maybe three years ago in CCW, where whatever the opening tag match was. Uh, their awful fucking like uh, death grind music would hit and they would come out with doors and put whoever the private party through fucking doors and it was awesome and I was like into Schlack then and that was before we knew he was a Nazi allegedly before yes before <laughs> before well did we know we knew before Gabe tried to book him but that was what cemented it well I think that I was think around was, the same time I think that all kind of it was coincided. very it happened very 
bang bang virtually yeah. yes now we do want to say schlack is allegedly a nazi um he has apparently, I, and you know what, John, uh, at another spammer told me uh, just a little bit ago in our uh, NGI boys chat that I've created today for rendezvousing in beautiful scenic Summit, Illinois, uh, just in case we can't find each other so that we can all drink together at the show tomorrow. Um, he told me that he had posted about Schlack being a Nazi, and Schlack uh, name searched him, name searched it, name searched himself, found that post and DM'd him to tell him that he uh, he was not a white supremacist, um, which is a story I never heard. Have you ever heard John tell that story? Mm-mm, I don't think so. It's fascinating. I'm not sure if he wants it told. So I'm, whatever, whatever. Sorry, John. Um, it's okay. Schlack, if you're a Nazi, that's not fine. If you're not a Nazi, that's great. I wish you'd tell us, man. I wish you'd come out. Um, you suck. You're a bad wrestler. You can't lift 100 fucking pounds. Um, I could beat you in a fight with one fucking arm tied behind my back, Schlack. But I would I would be okay with you if you weren't a Nazi. I'd at least give you more of a chance. You're getting better at wrestling, right? Back me up here. How do you? How would you? Yeah, I, I think he's bad. I think he's gotten better. This is this is his best year for sure. I mean, nothing you, else is his best year. You've said that you think you know the tattoo shop that Schlack works at. Is that right? Oh, I know exactly what it is. Yeah, I know exactly. Okay. Where it is. I mean, you don't I've never to, been there, but I know I could walk to it. Like right. from a specific location, I could tell you I could get there in like right twenty five minutes. If you want even... to know the specific tattoo shop that Schlack, an alleged Nazi, works at. Uh, DM at Bushido underscore thought. Are your DMs open? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Just hit her up. Um, Jimmy Lyon. Jimmy. This is Chondo, right? I think so. Yeah. All right. Connor Claxton defeats Jimmy Chondo Lyon in a summer fun time death match. I don't remember this match. Chondo is like a weird jobber guy who I guess helps set up the ring. Probably. Um, he has no reason for being in this tournament. Anything to say Poor about man's that? Wax. Poor, Poor man's, man's wax. Poor man's wax. Fuck, I love wax. Uh, shout out to wax. I do too. Yeah, wax kicks ass. Bro. If you don't but know wax, is wax is the guy. We talked about him on previous episodes. Wax is the guy who set up the, the hooks, the meat hooks, uh, suspended stuff for any time they've ever done those spots, probably. Um, he's a guy with huge gauges in his ears, tons of tattoos. He's a tattoo and piercing artist. Uh, I think from Philly, maybe South Jersey, who was also a photographer and did all of the photography for uh, early 2000s CZW shows. And when I wasn't able, when I was a like 13-year-old boy and I could maybe buy like three or four tapes a year uh, is what I could get my mom to buy me, um, I lived, I, I saw CZW shows through his photographs. Um, so Wax is huge for me, absolutely huge. And he would stand in a corner while, uh, you know, the wife beater Samoan dropped Lobo through a pane of glass. He would stand behind the glass. That glass would fly in his face, cut his shit all up, and he would snap that perfect shot right when it shattered. He didn't give a fuck. And then he later worked some death matches himself. Um, you know, like fucking, re- you know, you want to talk about, you know, your 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 famous photographers in the world, your man rays, your, your Ouija's, uh, wax. As far as I care. Jim Cornette and wax. Yeah. (laughs) Those are, uh, yeah, the two, the, 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 the yin and the yang. Um, Casanova Valiente, um, of course, <laughs> defeats Big Joe. Don't know who that is. I think he's like a British Big, guy who wears, un- yeah, he wears tidy whities He's like a British guy. I don't, 
I can't find any of his shit, to be honest. But he seems oddly intriguing. Oh, that match is all right, yeah. He seems... I'm kind of interested in his shtick. I don't know. It says he's he's six foot three. He's from Great Yarmouth in Norfolk, uh, which is makes it very intriguing to me and there's one uh review of him on cage match uh that has a 10.0 rating (laughs) (laughs) uh my guy big f and joe can work normal matches with a technical style or one of the most violent death matches you have ever seen sometimes both at once all right all right swyler wrote that on march 6th (laughs) uh shouts out to swyler um Come back to Twitter, uh, Swyler. Uh, Big Joe, I'm just going to look right quick and see. Striganet is uh, going slow. Striga, work on your server. Get your shit together, <laughs> yeah. He, he, he works for uh, Rise and, and Leeds. Um, he wrestles for a company called DNA Wrestling in Ipswich. Um, yeah, this guy is barely on the map. Um, he wrestled Robbo in DNA and Ipswich. I'm- in, in not April. a shock. Yeah. Not a shock. Big Joe versus Little Robbo. Uh, don't tell Robbo I called him Little. Uh, this this tournament is ultimately won uh, by Connor Claxton. And uh, they, they, so him and Jimmy Lloyd have a semifinal match where there's exploding bats, which are very poorly done compared to the fireworks that go off when we see Onita wrestle these days, right? Yeah. Um. And then, what, the finish, I don't know if it's the finish, but we get one of those classic CCW Tournament of Death uh, barbed wire trampoline spots at the end. Is that yeah. the finish? Do you remember? I think so. It's such a, such a, like a not a notable show, these fucking things. Yeah, the, I liked, I told you, I mean, but like I told, I told you this before the the match to me, the one that really stuck out was the non-tournament between Mance Warner and Trima. And even then, there's like a two-minute Oh, it's, break. it's more than that. Alright, let's, let's talk about that. The best match on the show is Matt Tremont, the bulldozer versus uh, Mance Warner, the simple man, as I like to call him yeah. now. Uh, <laughs> they go, alright, according to, according to Striga.net, uh, CageMatch.net, they go uh, 19 minutes and three seconds. <laughs> and it probably is about five minutes. There are but... five minutes in that. And, and look, there might be a better version of this out right now, but the one that you and I both pirated, proudly pirating CCW, uh, <laughs> sorry, friend of the friend of friends of the show, DJ Hyde. Did you ever listen to DJ Hyde on the Rotten Era Memory podcast? I didn't know. I just it, Look, it, it felt. I know. It, I know you. I felt like I would endure total renal failure if and, I did. And jealousy, All of my organs and would listen, melt. Jealousy. They lucked into that, and but I'll tell you what, they made the most of it, and they weren't even a good podcast yet. Uh, Eva yeah. and Connor, uh, Remp was not good until like four episodes ago. Just like our podcast yeah. was not good until the sixth or so. Uh, it was okay. It was fun. But it didn't get good. And that interview is – the audio quality is very poor. Um, I think he said he was in like a Taco Bell parking lot recording it on his phone. Uh, DJ Hyde did. Um, but the <laughs> stuff they get him to say, the stuff they got out of him, and their full sincerity but also like trying to lead him along a path, it's a, it's a masterful just – 
two trolls on the internet trying to be sincere while also trying to you know let little bits of it's fantastic fantastic it is the closest that we will ever get to big mac smack on girls <laughs> yes definitely um and i don't know if you know i don't know if you saw this but eva uh was yelled at by ian rotten's current girlfriend so there's a possibility who knows they could get ian that rotten they- and again the jealousy will flow but they are listen to Remp. that's a good show <laughs> the show's gotten yeah. good i'm gonna be on it next month um i I, I think DJ Hyde is a guy who deserves to have things stolen from him, which is why I'll <laughs> proudly broadcast yes. that we fucking steal um, your shit, Deej. Um, this this match has a five-minute segment. Matt Tremont versus Mance Warner, the best match on the show, has a five-minute segment where they brawl into the crowd. And this is an outdoor show. They brawl into a sea of people, and we just have a hard cam shot while the two off god-fucking-awful just piss poor just the worst commentators ever say for five minutes well i can't really see what's going on here oh the crowd's going oh well something happened oh you hear that i heard something break oh for five fucking minutes it is the it is the most infuriating thing and still despite all that this is still the match of the night which is a good a good indication of the quality of tournament of death 2019 yeah. Uh, cool match, though. Matt Tremont and Mance Warner, they, they go... I think they do uh, four corners. They go all... They do a... Uh, I think there's light tubes taped to the outside of each ring post. Yes, yes. And Which they, like, yeah, good. they just shove each other into them. And it's, like, a nice... Uh, the crowd chants over here after each one. It's it's nice. Those two guys are smart. Now, now that I think about it, I ironically want a... It feels, like, too obvious, but now I want a bull rope match between them. Oh. I... I could, I could watch a bull road match between anybody, to be honest. I mean, yes, <laughs> give me, yes. Give me, give me I, Schlack and and, uh, and and Casanova Valiente. Give me Cody Rhodes and Jay Lethal. Oh, man. Is match. that a real thing? <laughs> yeah, that happened uh, Mania Week in 2017. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> Look, Cody, Cody Rhodes, if you're listening, I know you're listening. Um Book some bull rope matches in AEW. Book you and Jimmy Havoc. Go 20. Do a time limit draw. I know how you love to do those. <laughs> um, Matt Tremont and Mance Warner are two of the smartest deathmatch wrestlers in the game right now. Uh, Mance Warner is hardly even a deathmatch wrestler. He just does it occasionally. He's like a, he's like a, on a like John Moxley level of doing it. You know, 30% of his matches have blood, and the other 70 are just have that same energy but don't have sharp objects. Um yeah, this match is cool. I don't recommend it <laughs> just because it's got um, five minutes where nothing happens. It, will, it is very, it is very good, but it will also piss you off yeah. in the process. Yeah, it's probably it might not be good enough to uh, mitigate that. I'll tell for you me, what. For me, I think the, I watched it at like two thirty in the morning or whatever. So for me, it was fine. Sure, you were shit. dozing off anyways. That five minutes. Yeah, I wasn't flew sick. By. It wasn't like the time <laughs> I was watching the W. The VXV ta- I'm sorry, Vex tag league match. I, I've told you this story where I I had lost my uh, voice. I had laryngitis, and <laughs> I literally shouted at Alan 4L in the middle of the fucking night. Cause oh, what did he say? What was the deal? His commentary was just so bad. Yeah, but there's the a final. specific line from that Alan 4L shouts out, uh, legendary oh, poster. Oh, it was the one he did... Uh, Walter does a draw. He does. He does a sick kick, and he says, oh, "Amazing! 
what even was that? The one like a drop kick? I've never <laughs> seen that before. It's a perfect and Alan Forel impersonation. I can't believe it. Was it was the worst thing I've ever, and I was just like, it's a sick kick. Roddy, Roddy, Roddy Strong, does, he's been doing it for 15 years now. And then Rico, Rico Bushido is on commentary with him saying. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I tried to dig for my Rico Bushido impersonation, and Rico I don't Bushido have it. Rico Bushido is better than Rocky Romero, but I'm just going to do a Rocky Romero if I try to do him, sadly, so. <laughs> Whoa! Um, yeah, uh. Tournament of Death 18, a.k.a. Tournament of Death 2019. Bad show. Don't watch it. Uh, but it's important in the landscape of, because it was the, it wasn't the first, obviously, IW Mid-South King of the Death Matches was, like, the true first american deathmatch tournament it's the most important thing um but it didn't happen this year and then czw came along 2002 and really it is the oldest continuous one now i guess it is and yeah so it's, it's well iwa didn't have them it... for a few years they've had, they've missed some exactly years. yeah exactly so yeah the um they really upped the like the the crazy level with the the crazy balcony dives. Everybody knows the the Nick Mondo, um, Zandig mother effing bomb off the roof. Uh, people know Nick Gage died and had to be airlifted out. People have seen Sexy Eddie yeah. with the blood squirting out of his arm, and he fucking puts it in his mouth and drinks his own blood as it squirts. Like people know these clips. Um, yes. Not a lot of people know Bull Pain. Not a lot of people know that that clip where uh the cowboy hell from uh what's his name dave something dave something <laughs> the cowboy <laughs> from hell comes out and cm punk and dave frazak are on commentary and cm punk's just marking out and going phrase from hell <laughs> the cowboy from hell which is a great clip <laughs> but people don't know it like they know sexy eddie drinking his own blood and nor should they uh, these yeah. things are important to only a few of us out here, whereas Nick yeah. Mondo and Homeless Jimmy uh, doing an assault drive off a rider truck is immortal. And, you know, for and, good reason. I mean, and, you know, I mean, something like like we hope to make immortal, the Drake Younger light tube into La Casita spot, flaming light tube over Of course, that. of course. And, I mean, that should be immortal. That's There's, right. Even, even in the DJ era, there have been... Some pretty mortal things that have happened. Jeff Cannonball and Abdullah Kobayashi getting Ken Zans ripped out of their heads. Those things should be, and they are. Those are those are yes. more important than bull pain, uh, like jacking off his uh, thumbtack bat. <laughs> more important than um, I. The, the, that Haley hatred know. getting uh, Haley hatred power bombing Daisy Hayes onto her head. Uh, Dave Prezak was, doing a moonsault off the balcony. Have you seen this? Yeah, I, I was. What I was going to say is, uh, I was. <laughs> Have you seen say, this? Like, Have you heard about this? <laughs> hey, it's Dave Prezak. He did moonsault off the balcony. The, it's more important than I'm. I'm going to name something from. Uh, I don't know. It's it's from Double Def. Uh, uh, insane Lane puking in the ring. <laughs> so I've never seen that. I've heard about it. I've heard about it. Uh, it's, that's, a, that's a really good shout out on the on the whole. It's yeah, the you know what the most famous shit from an IWA fucking deathmatch tournament is? It's Mike Levy. Mike Levy. Yeah, shouts yeah. out to M Levy seventy six. I know you're listening. <laughs> Sorry that happened to you. 
<laughs> deep deep yeah. cut there. Uh, there's another guy named Mike Levy uh, who didn't get beat up by uh, Devin Moore and and Tank and Mickey Knuckles. Uh, that's on Twitter, and we like to tell people that it's the same guy, and they don't. They're none the wiser, Eva. Um, <laughs> uh, probably the most iconic moment is the one where they literally have to beat Roland Hard out of the, like the tournament because he's dying, and it's like. We can't, but then again, he's dying. So you know, you might as well let him die. What he's, I don't know, man. Maybe they didn't think he was dying. They were like, "What if you die now and then you survive the cancer?" He did not survive the cancer. Rolling hard uh, with his uh, very offensive uh, afro wig. Uh, shouts out to Suicide Kid, me and Mitch Page. We love you guys. We'll do a show about you one day. Um, moving on to, oh shit, wait. ICW Insane Eight was a week after Texas Deathmatch Massacre. Fuck it, let's do yes. it. Let's do it first. Let's close with our our big boy. What do you think? You want to do Insane Eight? Or you sure, do sure. All right, Insane Eight. Yeah, let's do Insane Eight. A show I was going to go to until I uh, Milwaukee's a four hour drive from where I live. It's not bad, uh, but this show was on uh, a Sunday afternoon instead of a Saturday night. Uh, because Dysfunction is a dumbass. This is Dysfunction's <laughs> uh, company. I don't know if that's actually true, but I'm just going to say it is. Um, this is insane. He Jim. seems to be the creative genius behind it. Definitely. He was the ace until he like fully retired, I guess. Um, insane 8. The Insane Championship Wrestling Insane 8. Uh, they tell this a few times. This is a big tournament, especially this year. Uh, it's held in La Pica Lounge Car Number 2. I don't know what that means. Um, and... Last year, Orin Veidt, who is the local hero, uh, won after defeating Cody Rice in the final. Um, this year, they've massively upped the the game as far as participants goes. Uh, I'm just going to throw these out here. Uh, Nick Gage, a Big Scare, Dan O'Hare, Matt Tremont, Schlack, Marcus Crane, Eric Ryan, Orin Veidt, and Alex Cologne are your eight participants. It's just a who's who of the best guys in America, right? And yeah, that's a that is a what you would what if you need to do pick out of a hat your a deathmatch field that would just be like that's that nobody would have nobody would complain about on like star level or whatever nobody yeah. would say shit about that. the that's only guy completely in this tournament who is not in the Nick Cage Invitational is Dan O'Hare which is a fucking shame and I think Dan O'Hare's allegiance to CCW has kept him out of of GCW I think is. Yeah, he's only had he's only appeared uh, once or twice this year. Yeah, one of the Philly shows. He was in an eight man tag, and he was good in it. Of course, he's always good. Um, this show was uh, Matt Tremont. This Matt, is Matt fucking Tremont, who really I think is he's a sort of an interesting wrestler. I think people have described him as being up and down in his career. I don't know how fair that is necessarily. Hmm, I would but not I don't agree feel- with that. You wouldn't agree with that—that that he's up and down. No, I think he's. I think he's taken. I think any ups and downs have been deliberate on Matt Tremont's part. I think yeah, he you has don't maintained think he's a match-to-match guy. No, he's, 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 that's sort of the yeah. I I disagree uh, with that idea that he's a match-to-match guy. I yeah. agree with you. Yeah, I. I uh, this is a guy who gets it, and he he will work as well a, as he can I mean, for as healthy as he if can. If he's match-to-match, it's because of opponents. More, it's a it's sure. because it's hard to work like. Uh, a long program of 30 minute matches of DJ Hyde. Yeah. No. And you know what? Those are some of DJ's best matches. Uh, I, yeah. I, I think, I think 
Tremont is a much smarter worker than most people give him credit for. Uh, he understands pacing, and he understands how to, like, work his opponent's match while also peppering in his own shit, um, which is a thing I've talked about, probably not in the show, but I, me and you and, like, our larger community have talked about how I think one of the best marks of a great wrestler is someone who can actually conform to the person they're facing rather than force the other person to conform to them. Yes, and tr- conform without losing their own. Yes, definitely. And that is like, what he does here for sure, especially in the first two matches. Um, I don't... All right, so not to skip ahead too far, but in the semifinals, Matt Tremont wrestled Marcus Crane. The match, I think, goes about six and a half minutes. Um, and I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, I don't think I don't think Marcus Crane working the entire match just destroying Tremont's arm with light tubes and other sharp objects was Marcus Crane's idea. I think Matt Tremont injected this insane, like... Like intense limb work into a sharp objects match, and it's perfect. I f- it's not. I like Marcus Crane a whole lot. He is not a guy I think of as an uh, as a limb work guy. He is not <laughs> a psychology guy. Definitely he is not. not a. He's not a vicious killer guy. Definitely most not. importantly, because he does egos off like a fucking pit bull. It's great. Yeah, he's a fucking shark. Yeah, he looks really good in it doing this. And Marcus Crane also looks really good in the the opening round match where he faces Eric Ryan. Um, uh, Marcus th- Crane. What I like about Marcus Crane is the fact that he's like this like a skinny freak who will get thrown off of things and just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. He doesn't. That's not what he does in this match. He's a he's a, he's a fucking it's, psychopath. He a, does a lot of off, offense in this match. It is it is a very different kind of match for Marcus Crane. I really I really dig this. Um, and so I do want to before we get to what I think is the the most important match of this show, which is I'll just go ahead and say Matt Tremont in the opening round facing Schlack. Um, yeah. I do want to say I think this this show is a great example of. Um, the best booking uh, or just matching up people with, with people that they need to be matched up with um, <clears throat> of any of these deathmatch tournaments. I think um, Marcus Crane versus Eric Ryan is, you know, your perfect like Midwesterner uh, two crazy guys who are somewhat agile, but also, also completely broken down. Um, yeah, I, they had a they had a very an excellent freeway dance with Jimmy Lloyd earlier in the year. Yeah, so February 16th. They know they can work. You know they can do spots with each other, and they can. They've known each other uh, for years, definitely. Yes, and then they, they have teamed together as we as we said earlier in Black Label Pro. Sure, uh, amongst at least uh, uh, among. What's the guys. name of that team That's again? The, to say it again. General Order Twenty Four. Okay, uh, yeah, the Red Army Twenty Four. Um, that, that's Captain Kirk's. Uh, uh, Stalin order shit. To, <laughs> order to blow up the Enterprise, the Starship Enterprise, the self. Uh, so the, the Enterprise the, is at the gates of Berlin. Uh, they they rendezvous the with another ship, and then they rape and kill. And uh, it's, you know, I know there's pro-Stalin people out there, but <laughs> um, fuck them. Or invite versus Alex Cologne. Um, is a very like solid matchup, like yes. that's the right guy to put your your boys or invite, and that's the opener too. Like that's a that's a high level, uh, you know, New Japan Juniors match with glass in it. Yes, I'll, Alex Cologne. We've agreed if he and G River occupy something, G River is the guy you put against like someone you, who you don't 
necessarily know what you're we're going to give you. You put Alex Cologne against the person you know exactly what that's going to give you the the most like they necessarily all of the like super high end wild shit you know sure. and that's what GCW has done that Daisuke Masoka Jun Kasai his Nick Gage title match um his him versus Toshiaki Sakuda he's the guy who if you want someone when they bring somebody in from Japan they're putting him with Alex Cologne yeah he's and your he's your guy who will it's not that he has a he has a ability to not necessarily wear like regardless of alchemy has a job or to the stars uh sort of innate ability that's okay. where he knows how to make he will bump he will do all of the crazy shit he will he does not care that much about making himself look good right uh he cares about making the match good and he is the, making the the tournament of survival champion of the year he comes in two months later to this match loses in the first round the first death match of the show the second match on the card uh, to Orin Vite. Now, Orin Vite is um, the guy for ICW. He is the most important deathmatch wrestler in Wisconsin, maybe ever. Uh, I'm, I'd put him over, over Dysfunction. Uh, maybe not over Danny Havoc, but maybe one day. Uh, Orin Vite is a big fucking deal. He might actually be from, he's, he might be from Minnesota, technically, but I'm counting him as a Wisconsin guy. <laughs> I'm counting him as a Wisconsin guy. Yeah, uh, he, listed as from being as from being from Salem, Massachusetts, but he is. That's he's not. yeah, that's some Satan. That is shit. a fuck Tennessee for um, yeah. That's true. Their consequences, New Mexico, um, motherfucker. You're from Long Island. All right. <laughs> uh, no, uh, so Orin Vite beats him in the first round. Goes on to win the entire tournament. Um, I had talked about Orin Vite. Uh, I am not overly impressed with Orin Vite, and I know that I not- am not sure what to do with him <laughs> here's the thing is that when you look at him he debuted in 2015 he's so fresh he's so green he this is something that you will either laugh at or agree with but inc- incredibly begrudgingly you know what he really needs he needs like a Chikara run okay. or a beyond okay. like and and triple a you're, you're saying you're saying he needs, to go, he needs to find some he, uncharted territory Yes, he okay. needs to just go fucking work people. That's the thing. He's, he literally no. needs uncharted territory because I've never seen him in a match where he didn't cut himself. Not I once. have – yes, there are – AWF the, is um, his, one of his home feds in Minnesota and that's – I think that's the uh, fed that essentially just ro- like operates the – runs for the uh, school – that uh, Ken Anderson and okay. Sean Divari own. Is he a fucking Ken Anderson guy? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he is. Um, but like uh, that might explain it because yeah, that's the uh, thing about that's the thing about Orin Vite. Airwolf came out from that. A com- yeah. Came from that school. A bunch of people. No, you're giving and me I a theme there's... here. These are like all guys who can do shit, but they're all kind of lifeless. Um, they're all they're all they're all too green. They're all too young. They're all too. They don't they don't get it yet. Yeah, I I think that Orin Veidt is a guy who is clearly willing, but he doesn't seem to have, you know, the the, rhythms. the it factor. It's a dumb thing to say, especially in 2019, because what even is it? Capital I, like. But he hasn't figured out. 
how to carry himself while also because he does crazy shit he bleeds like a motherfucker massive respect for him but i i never get the sense and, and it's interesting the contrast with cologne because cologne who he who he beats in the first round here in a really good match i really like this match cologne is a guy where i'm never seeing the the performer i'm always seeing alex cologne the, the maniac in the ring um, yeah. I've never once even had the slightest peek behind that curtain of what else he is because he is nothing else because he is the most uh, immersed in himself and in what he is out there to do uh, of, of I, I truly think I, mean, I think Schlack might be up there actually <laughs> uh, but Schlack again is a Nazi so it's you know don't, immer- don't immerse yourself in fascism baby don't do it um Alex Cologne is a cool guy. He's he's just a fun, like weird, scary dude, um, and he understands. Four loco, baby. That's right. He <laughs> understands uh, how to get how to take his own like uh, psychopathic. I sounded very Midwestern there. Psychopathic tendencies, um, and and show them in the ring in a way that's like frightening and utterly convincing. And Orin Veidt, in contrast, is a guy who clearly is totally down to do all the shit, but he never comes off like a person who wants to. Do you know what I mean? He needs he needs like a smack and a ballot or something. This sort of he need he needs that he needs. You know what he, he needs, needs to like do? The, he needs the cocaine to be better, and I think the cocaine is not I, I as know, good I, as it I, should be in Wisconsin. I, I was going to say he needs the juices flowing. That's right. And you know how you get them juices flowing. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's literally just there's just he just doesn't. It's not that he's listless. It's just he just doesn't. He doesn't have that. It's just a, it's just an it's a combination of an experience and exposure thing yeah. where he just needs he need he needs to do some fresher stuff. Just just go. I don't know. He just, needs to do fresher fucking... cocaine. He's... Yeah. <laughs> I so yes I th- I think I think that yes I think he needs to be I think he needs more experience he needs to do uh, he needs to like better understand himself and what he needs to what he needs to take from both himself and from you know the people around him as far as like inspiration on how to work a character how to be um, you know how to how to carry like a not just like intensity after you kick out of a you kick out at one you scream you break a light bulb over your head that's easy you or i could kick out at one break a light bulb over our heads right now yeah let's just do it i'll I'll give you one you just and then we you kick out at one and then you get up and you go ah and then the crowd chants gcw gcw right but the thing is is the moment after that where you're setting up the next move he loses any energy he had, I just, I don't, and I, I like the guy. I do like the guy. I think he's cute. I think he's got good <laughs> music and good uh, good tights. I think he's got a cool look, uh, great tattoos. I mean, great in the sense that, like, they're dumb. <laughs> it's got, the aesthetic value is, aesthetic value is, is high. He's got good, bad tattoos. Um, or invite has all the tools. He just doesn't know. It's such a fucking cliche. He doesn't know how to make. He doesn't know how to put them all together. Um, so this is. I know you're listening, Drew. I know Drew Cordero because we've insulted you too many times for you to not. 
We've, called, we've told you that you're an idiot many don't, times. Told you Drew, don't make him the fourth, the third, the butcher, the blade, and the bloody. I don't know. <laughs> the uh, I fuck. Um, bear country, bear bear country <laughs> plus twink or invite. <laughs> no, no. What I'm saying is, get him against Dickinson. Get yeah. him against Santel. Get him against. Sure. I don't know your weirdos. Get them against. Uh, let him, get, yeah, get let, them in, no, seriously. Put them I, in limitless. If get the limitless, whoever books limitless, put them against Ace. That'd I don't think cool anybody's match. booking limitless. I think that 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 company doesn't actually exist. Um, I don't know. Put him against. Get him against Mister Problematic uh, on ICW uh, New York. Teddy Hart. I don't of course. You know what? I'm going to say something. Just, just, just put. I'm going to say something radical right now. Put or invite in there with retro AG Anthony Green and make him work a match where he can only rely on his character because he's in there with the shittiest guy on the indies. Little nerd, yes. <laughs> just um, bitch. just worldwide without the fucking cocaine. Like a guy who pretends to do coke. Queen it worldwide. Yeah, fuck retro AG. Uh, shouts out to Alex Keller. Um, this show is good. Watch Insane Eight worldwide with weird bo- worldwide with weird worldwide's <laughs> mind with weird body's body. <laughs> I don't want to allege that uh, worldwide Alex Keller does cocaine. I don't. I sh- shouts out. <laughs> he does amphetamines. Which yeah. Are, okay. I think oh. he's talked about it. Um, hit us up if you listen to the show. I'm not. I'm still not convinced either of them do. They're, they, they're fair weather friends, you see. They love Pod Van Dam. Um, they'll go on that show, but they're not. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, boys. Uh, you're never gonna win the AIW tag titles if you don't uh, if you don't know who your who your people are. Um, and do some coke every now and then, man. Uh, this show is good. Watch ICW Insane Eight. It's very good. Matt Tremont versus Schlack is the best match on it. I know. I said I wanted to talk about it. I don't need to talk about it. It's weird. Tremont makes Schlack look real good. They it makes him look real good. They hit each that, other that's... really hard. Schlack's punches never looked as good as they did. Because you know what? Tremont knows how to snap his head back when he takes a worked punch. Simple as that. Tremont's the best fucking wrestler in this entire tournament. Um, all right. And that'll bring us to Heavy Metal Wrestling and Inspire Pro Wrestling. Um, this is from, I believe, the 10th of august yes from yes. san antonio texas and this is a show i just randomly downloaded on uh i, I random i bought it i'm just gonna pretend that i bought it um i acquired this show uh randomly because i wanted another deathmatch tournament to watch um this is this is the best deathmatch tournament of the year. Are you in agree? Are you, do you agree? With here's that? what I'm, here's what I'm gonna say. I'm not on match quality. I don't think so. Individual match quality, though, I do think the high end is very good. What I would tell you is, like, as a cohesive thing, mm-hmm. it is the most impressive output, yeah. and it is the one that makes me feel like the most positive, the most like like I had real good. I had like a good vibe coming out of it. Yeah. Yeah, for it sure. Yes, because you this you saw like... you saw guys that you'd never even seen before uh, put on performances that you couldn't believe. Namely, one person, but also um, a couple of other like weird guys. <laughs> um, Alex Cologne wins this tournament, right? No, Masada. Masada wins this tournament. Okay, Masada. Win- match has that wrong. 
Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, I see that now. Uh, I, I had yes. it wrong in my head, too. Masada wins this tournament, as he should. It's the first de- uh, first deathmatch tournament to happen in, in Texas, according to them, according to the commentators. I don't know if that's true so or not. Is, if if this is true, then Masada should win. He should win, he exactly. Te- he's my, a Texas guy. My point, exactly. Masada, of course, uh, from the same town as me. I, I know him. Um, not well, but he's been to my house. Um, he, he took bumps in the ring that I backyarded in. Masada's a, 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 a friend of the show. <laughs> um, this big is, brig. yeah, big, yeah, big <laughs> brig. Thank you. Uh, Brigham is, uh, he's, he, I don't know if I'd call him a good dude, but like he's, he's a Beaumont, Texas staple. Um, he's, you, he's 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 a legend. Yeah, I mean, no, if you were, is a legend at this point. If you were around <laughs> like the hardcore metalcore scene in that era, um, I would have been like thirteen, going to uh, what the Sivan and Feng Shui and the Lost City Souls uh, were like the three big bands from the Southeast Texas area, like the Beaumont, Texas area. Um, and I remember he would he was really really like close with the guys from seven, which was like a pretty like poison the well, uh, screamo band, you know, very, very typical. Sure. Uh, they didn't do like pop choruses. They didn't, they didn't, you know, they weren't, they weren't singing in the chorus. They were screaming the entire time or whatever, you know, um, Feng Shui was another screamo band where they just, they scream their heads off and Masada was around a lot of the time. I'd see him at shows. I knew he was a wrestler. I'd see... We had a little indie there that... Actually, those Ru- Rudy Boy Gonzalez guys worked at. Uh, Don Juan and Fast Eddie. Hell yeah. Um, they came down and that... I All those guys I saw wrestle in front of 20 people in the Boys and Girls Club in Beaumont, Texas, 2001-ish. Um, Masada is... I don't know if he's good anymore. I don't know. I don't want to say he's bad. He has a great match on this show. One great match. But it's not because of him. Um... But we'll get to the reason why that's a great match here in a minute. Um, this ma- this show opens with Alex Cologne defeating Dirty Andy Dalton. Um, Dirty Andy Dalton, one of the most underrated guys in America. He's he's gotten around a little bit. You'll see it. He wrestled on wrestle yes. wrestle circus shows a lot. But he, I saw him wrestle. He, uh, I mean, he, he had a Noah tour. He had a, right. maybe two Noah tours in 2015. Which is- fucking bizarre i saw him open an aaw show randomly um and i don't know who he traveled up with he 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 opened one of the aaw um in LaSalle. yeah in LaSalle, and it was uh let's see here uh he wrestled juntai miller (laughs) (laughs) who i think is like a michigan guy um yeah no andy dalton's been around he he goes all over the south the 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 you know, Texas, Louisiana area. Um, and this match has one of the greatest opening minutes I've ever seen, um, where Andy Dalton goes for a Tope Suicida and Alex Cologne reaches under the ring, picks up a BMX bike and just throws it in his face. And on the way, like he, so <laughs> Dalton flies through the ropes partially gets hit in the face with a full ass bicycle a fucking heavy duty. We're uh, you know we're not talking some bullshit. This is a Schwinn, like the high end Schwinn. And then he like lands on some light tubes that are just sitting on the apron. <laughs> yeah. And the commentator the goes, has, "The snake has been bitten by the mongoose." <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Very poetic. Um, he uh, 
the commentator yells, a fucking bicycle. And the thing is about this spot is that they didn't show a bicycle before it. There's no reason to believe there would be a bicycle under the ring. Well, uh, there's yeah, bicycle is not you know folding chairs. Yeah, and it's 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 not a character we've established up to this point. Five seconds into this deathmatch tournament that you just put on, uh, you have no reason to believe that someone will get a bicycle thrown at their head. Uh, but that's what happens. And after that, they brawl through the crowd. They they do some like just light tube shots. You know, it's not like we're not doing the hundreds of tubes thing it's like an old it's like a 1990 fmw match of that's it's sparing run around it's used to effect the crowd has to get out of dodge um the the the, this match in particular uh there is sunlight sunlight pouring in through like the windows of this weird it looks like a sort of like a firehouse or just like a weird uh it's a small venue but it looks cool it looks very cool um and the sunlight is pouring in at like just shining the blood off of their faces. Um, and they just brawl. They do fucking great punches, fill out your bingo cards, great punches, take your shots. Um, and they do like variations on the same spots you've seen Alex Cologne do in every other death match he's done all throughout the last year and a half. Uh, but they time them so well. This is my. This is. I think this is my death match of the year. I think I have it higher. I think the only thing I might have higher is uh, the Zona Twenty Three women's match. Uh, Maiden. I don't fucking know what their names are. I don't have my list. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm talking about. Everybody, if you're listening yes. to the show, you know what I'm talking about the the two bitches who fuck each other up. Um, this match is immense. It's so good. Um, any thoughts on this before we get to Ruben Steele? I wouldn't have it that high up, but I think it's... I, I might rewatch it, though, just because. I was I in the just bathroom a- at work at 2 a.m., just fist in my mouth, trying not to scream. I think it just kicks ass. It's just, it's, it's just like... It feels like a bunkhouse match. It feels like an old school... But just happens to have light tubes in it, and it's, like, extremely well... It's effective. It feels like... This is like, oh, yeah, this is the first time we've ever done a deathmatch tournament in Texas, so... Let's figure it out. What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it shouldn't be, like... It, it shouldn't fucking be, you know, Caribbean <laughs> spider net. No. Nothing like, elaborate. Just it's it This is listed yeah. as a bunkhouse brawl. Yeah, it shouldn't be, like, you know, a Matsunaga match in 98. Yeah. So, or, okay. Like, a, you know... Something. That's a tough reference. <laughs> Well, or, you know, something that would main event uh, Yokohama Stadium or whatever. Getting it's like, worse. This, isn't, this, this is a big, like, this isn't an Onita funk. This isn't an Onita funk. It shouldn't be, like, a big spectacle. It should just be something that establishes that this is going to be something grimy and yeah. weird and intense. Yeah, That's feels, all I need. It feels and like a real that, fight. That and it has some glass. Good. Like that, yeah. They, yeah. they, the the second match in this show is so funny. It's this big fat fuck in a t-shirt called the Remedy, who's like six foot seven and probably weighs four hundred pounds, and he wrestles George Gatton, who is a like <laughs> CZW dojo trainee, who I guess is just sort of flamed out. George Gatton's like five foot one, is one of the ugliest people I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, yeah, he looks like oh, I was going to say something mean. Uh, he looks bad. Um, <laughs> something meaner than what I already said. <laughs> Imagine that. Uh, something specific. Uh, yep, I was going to compare him to somebody that you guys would know. Um, 
the remedy is a big fat fuck who cuts him open with, I don't know, a pizza cutter maybe? I'm not even sure. He sits on top of him and just squeezes a lemon in his head, I think. Is that what happens? <laughs> maybe maybe it's a, think, a yeah. bottle of lo- a lemon juice he pours it in. One of those sorts of he things, He just yeah. sits his big ass on top of five foot one George Gatton and just pours lemon juice into his cut up forehead. Match is terrible. Man, I wish I would have saved what Teddy said about this because Teddy, I told Teddy to watch this show. I think we both did, but I was up at like 2 a.m. at work while Teddy was watching this show and sort of like pseudo live messaging it in a group DM and he was talking about how the remedy was the funniest wrestler he'd ever seen. That's why it's a so fucking good. Um, yeah, the remedy. The remedy has a cage match profile, which is very funny. Um, yes. Considering the two guys in the next match who don't have a cage match profile, um, the pits of despair, despair death match between Ruben Steele and the Great Scott. How do we, this is the? Uh, this might be the the. the discovered gem match of the year yeah yeah who are these guys you ever heard of either of of them like what what the the fuck oh no what is this shit this is (laughs) i gotta rip this and put it on on youtube and and hope that like nobody gets mad at me because people need to see this without having to jump through the hoops that are russian facebook that you know v people don't want to sign up for vk because you know people are you know you know, Russia, I don't know if you know this, Siobhan, uh, but Trump got elected <laughs> because of Russia. And if you give them your phone number on VK, then they could get him reelected. And that's a yeah. that's a fucking yeah. problem. If, uh, if you give Facebook your number, um, they will just, um, you know, <laughs> have your o- organs uh, sold on the black market. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand the people who are, like, afraid to to sign up for VK when it's so beautiful, such a wonderful place. Uh, but yeah, if you're listening to this and you are afraid of that, you're a big, big pussy. Um, yeah, you're a biggity, biggity bitch. Um, <laughs> Ruben Steele is the world's greatest, like shitty bruiser Brody. Like yes. he is, he is fully doing that thing. And I don't know if that's even worth saying anymore. Cause it's possible that people doing uh, long curly hair and big bushy beard and black tights, um, have never heard of Bruiser Brody at this point because I think that was a long called, time ago. I think his, I mean, his neck, his nickname is the Heavy Metal Berserker. So yeah, he gets. I it. would assume he at least understands that I mean. he's a copy of a copy. Like and maybe it just means that he re- his real inspiration is John is Nord. John Nord, yeah. who's better than Bruiser Brody. John yes. Nord kicks ass. John Nord is actually <laughs> the greatest Bruiser Brody, um, but. Ruben Steele is maybe a close second. Uh, the great Scott, who he wrestles here, um, is a, a I, how do you? He's like a skinny. He's like a backyarder who happened to. He's a he, quacking bush looking motherfucker. He looks like he stole somebody else's tights. Um, yeah. He's he's not good, but he is so crazy. This match. He's this, a, he's, a, he's willing. This match is most notable for me, for. Because Ruben Steele has that, like, shoulder-length curly hair, that Bruiser Brody hair. And he goes through multiple barbed wire boards, and he keeps getting it caught in the barbed wire. 
And now usually the referee would like try to pull it out. They would take a break, you know, whatever. Jimmy, like somebody gives Jimmy Lloyd a chance to remove his shit from the fucking barbed wire, right? Because they're professionals. The great Scott is not a professional. He continues to try to fight Ruben Steele, even though Ruben Steele is, okay, literally carrying wood with barbed wire taped to it lacerating on, his neck on and his back. the back of his head. He's like walking around and there's just a barbed wire board hanging from his hair for like yes. five minutes in a row. And they finally get it free with wire cutters. They can't cut the wire, so they end up cutting his hair. Okay? And then it happens again. <laughs> and then it happens a third time. <laughs> this is one of the greatest matches of all time. It's not anywhere near my favorite match of the year. It's... or. No, it's nowhere near the greatest match of the year. It's one of my favorite matches of all time. Yes, it's... I forget exactly how the, they describe uh, the great Scott. It's, uh, isn't it something like uh, Kai and Ty inspired? Teddy would fucking know. He kept <laughs> flat, He kept harping on it because he thought it was so funny, but I can't remember what it was. It was choppy, so funny, choppy though, your yeah. pee-pee? It, uh... It's just like this like little... I mean, it's... This is such a bizarre match. It kicks ass. It's, it's so fun. It's, it's so weird. It feels like it. Uh, so this feels early FMW to me, where it just like it feels like two guys who don't speak the same language, and one of them knows that they're going to do sharp shit, and the other one doesn't. Like, I don't know. This is this is as like uh, was it Leon Spinks versus uh, Etsushinita? Is that the right? Yeah. Yeah. This is not that, but this is not that far off. <laughs> Yeah, um, this is uh, Jimmy Backlund versus uh, Sambo Asako. Okay, that's you, I don't know. You didn't have to, to go that deep. I can't think of the I can't think of any of the Korean guys' names. Sadly, yeah, I I can't either. Uh, Duck <laughs> Lee something. Yeah, uh, there's an S and Safe probably bet. an A and an E in that order. Um, in the semifinals of this tournament, not as. Not as good. I have it one spot lower in my match of the year list. Um, Masada defeats Ruben Steele in a. I actually have this as my match of the night for this. Really? Okay. I don't you have necessarily this know why. Off the top no, of my head. they are right there, neck and neck. I have the Dalton yeah. match higher than any of them, but that's fair. Those like are the, the the two. This is some uh, mood Ruben shit. Steele matches and Dalton Cologne are my top three. Yeah, and they all—they're all. This just—this feels just. This is just a brutal fucking match, man. Yeah, no. So Ruben Steele versus Masada. Masada is the the you know the fucking death match god of Texas. There's no denying. He is Mister. I mean, this is a no rope barbed wire, is it not? No, this is light tubes attached to the ropes. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Because again, also one of only two matches on this card that have light tubes. Okay. I was just thinking of the uh, because I wanted because I, I was randomly just a couple of days ago thinking not to bitch about uh, about Mr. Denver, Colorado, and uh, Paul oh. Crockett or whatever his name is. But you remember from Bloodsport One, uh, Masada versus Martin Stone. Oh, who could forget? Uh, set, yes, and them saying like, I, "How does Masada deal with not having ropes?" It's like a man who's worked five hundred no rope barbed wire matches. Sure. I'm pretty sure he's used to working around the fact. That there aren't ropes. It's hard to do. I don't really necessarily <laughs> want to talk about that this on this episode. The like the the difficulty of working a no rope barbed wire match and how it's usually a bad way to uh, do a tournament final, which is ironic because it's both here and the mat the the show that we just finished talking about. Um, but yeah, M- Masada is a 
Masada's a gem, and he's he's amazing in that Bloodsport one show. Just truly one of the shittiest performances. And ropes would not have helped him. <laughs> um, are you? We're in agreement there, right? Yeah, I mean, well, the point of that is just like he's the guy who does who does not. Yes, he, he knows how to work without ropes. Yeah, yeah, That's but but he was thing. but he can't work shoot style, which is the point. And like, yeah, yeah Denver, Colorado should have said, "Man, this guy sucks tonight. Give him a fucking light tube." Um, and then we could watch uh, Danny Birch take a fucking light tube to the head. And that would have been great. Um, work a death match, Josh Barnett. You fucking like big, weirdly shaped pussy. Um, did you watch that show? Uh, you watch Bloodsport? I haven't, yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I don't I'm know. Gonna if, I don't know either to, today or tomorrow, depending like on a... as as people know. Um, my my computer uh, my computer's battery is fucking dying, and it's very weird. And I have a new computer coming. Um, and we're going to hopefully see what happens. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's, it, we're, uh, w- w- how much battery you got left? Can you see? I have no fucking clue. All right, right cool. Let's just go. <laughs> Let's just go. Yeah, Masada versus Ruben Steele is not a squash, but Ruben Steele gets brutalized in ways that very few have in these things. Um, a lot of deathmatch tournaments are, you know, matches in these tournaments are worked very 50, 50, you know? Um, this is a classic battered baby face standing up to uh, a, a much higher regarded opponent sort of thing. Um, this is like Ruben Steele is just fully uh, he is a complete uh, wreck by the end of it. He has the, yeah. the, this match ends with him taking he's got skewers stuck in his head. And then he just takes light tube shot after light tube shot. There's, he just takes so many light tubes over the head while the ske- the, the fucking, uh, what do you call them? Kebab. Kebab skewers are sticking out yeah. of his dome. And he just takes light tube after light tube. And it is disturbing. Um, I think I probably won't do a gif for this show. I'll just do the image of him throwing up the horns in front of the Texas flag. Um, just because I don't want to work that hard in the show um, i I, th- I think this is the moment I, I i think i was almost crying like i was like emotional during this match uh because he was getting so fucking brutalized by masada again a person i know that i've like hung out with masada just fucking him up in the cruelest manner possible and ruben seal kicking it too um, not too many times. By the time Masada does put down Ruben Steele, advances to the final, eventually went to the tournament. Um, he is not overworn as welcome. He's no, not fucking wear out as welcome here. This now. match has um, it ends at the right time, but everything up to that point, you and that's the other thing too, right? I never believed Ruben Steele could win this match, but I believed he could keep it going. And that is, I believe that he believed in himself. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. I don't think he did. I don't think he did that. Even no, I, no. I think he believed uh, he could kick at it too. I don't think he could. I don't think he. It's. It is a just the amount of like sadness on him towards the end. But like sadness, not because he's sad, but sadness because like he is up against a system that he cannot defeat. You know, he is up against the. The, the, the guy, existential dread. Yes, yes. He is. Uh, Masada is uh, his mortality, and Ruben Steele is a guy who isn't necessarily at the end of his rope, but he knows that there is a limited amount of rope 
and he he just will keep trying to fucking hang on and by the time Masada beats him the crowd is going nuts I I think I watched this also in the bathroom at work I think I watched this entire show it was a slow day at work um I I felt so many things for Ruben Steele he's a follower of the show now uh, actually because <laughs> I added him um I I think it's it's one of the most emotional like deathmatch experiences I've had in years, um, and at, coming after his match with the Great Scott earlier, where he had the fucking barbed wire hanging out of his hair, um, it it was like a it was an emotional experience for me. It was I, a star making. It's a star making pair of matches. It's a guy. It's a it's a thing where you see this guy and you think this guy has it. This guy yeah. has it. I literally recommended him to. Uh, an unnamed person who uh, works with uh, Independent Wrestling TV. I said, you should fucking watch this guy. Was it Adam Lash? If... He doesn't work with Independent Wrestling TV anymore, <laughs> motherfucker. You tell an, you tell an Adam Lash? Lash. No, no. It was, uh, right, actually, it was Jay Revis. Right. <laughs> I talked to him. I'm like, dude, you should fucking watch this guy. Get him booked in St. Louis Anarchy or something. You know, I don't know. Yeah, Who do you know? Right. Yeah. Get him booked somewhere. He's Texas good. Guys He's go up there. real good. Yeah. No, yeah, totally. he get, he's good. <laughs> um, I don't know who he wrestles I, there. You put him in Gary J. Like that's that's a match, you know? Yeah. You put him against Steve, you know, our boys. Yeah, I don't think the world's ready for that. I <laughs> know. Uh, well, maybe them as a team. Steel Beef. Yeah. Steel Beef. Now we're talking. Masada wins this the, tournament. Got, I don't know. Well, you have you, uh, you have Ruben Steel to say. The Cologne uh, remedy on no uh, no oh, canvas mask. Yeah. Very strange. The big fat yeah, fuck wrestles out Cologne in a no I don't canvas mask. It's just a match. It's very weird, but it's it's fun. I don't know. This whole thing it just feels it feels like people who don't know exactly what they're doing, they, but they really don't. want Listen, to do something. They definitely don't, don't because they pulled up the canvas and did a bare boards match as the first match in the semifinals and then had to put the canvas back on. <laughs> they have no idea <laughs> what they're what? doing. They have no idea, but you know what? They want to do something kick ass. Yeah. And That's they the did. first rule. Is do something that kicks ass. Show. This is my this might be uh, my show of the year, top to bottom. Um, on terms of yes, there are a few. I'm trying to think of like there's a couple. As far as deathmatch uh, tournaments, this is easily it. But also, what yeah, an inspired maybe, name. No, no pun intended. The, uh, the Texas Deathmatch Massacre. Like that's it's a fun name. Natural. It's real fun. Uh, all right, let's. Do you want to talk about? You want to go main event time? Yeah, I guess, but I also have to pee. I wasn't going to put a break in the show, but we've gone an hour 30 already, so we, we're doing good. We've really uh, rambled a lot, but yeah, I do want to do that. I do need to pee first, and then we'll we'll, right. we'll hit on... You You want to take a whiz? I'm going to try to say whiz okay. in every episode now. Listen, I don't know. Yeah. You don't need to... You don't yeah, need I'm going to get some... You go do that. I'm going to get some water. All right. Well, you, you get the water, and you drink enough of it. You too can whiz. We'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> Balance of fluids. Your picture is still on my wall, on my wall, the color. Right. 
a bit of what I just went through upstairs. Um, I go upstairs and to, to take a piss, and uh, lo and behold, there's my daughter on the on the toilet, uh, taking a big shit and uh, <laughs> playing with uh, the old Samsung Galaxy S5, which is our like our phone for her to like listen to music on while we we got like a bath time playlist that we play. Uh, bath time sure. playlist consisting of uh, four or five seconds by B, uh, not Beyonce, Rihanna, uh, Kanye West, and Paul McCartney. Um, uh, I, I was gonna say uh, just you know nothing but David Tibet. <laughs> we don't we get kind of close. We got the weekend. Uh, you're, yeah, we actually do get kind of close. Uh, we got the weekend uh, earned it or whatever from the yeah. Fifty Shades soundtrack. Uh, we've got Retrograde by James Blake. Um, and then the, the the last song that plays like usually by the time uh, retrograde is our, uh, our our brushing our teeth song, and then our actual uh, I'm reading her the, we, I read her the same story every night. It's about construction vehicles going to bed. It's called Good Night Good Night Construction Site. Uh, it's very cute, and uh, the, it's the same song every night. I don't know the name of it, but it's a 10 minute Stars of the Lid song. So Hell that's yeah. <laughs> that's there's it's not that far uh, from what you said. Um, except it's less like neo-Nazism, right? Isn't David Tibet kind of a Nazi? Um, he's just like a weird guy. Uh, it's it's du- uh, Douglas P. That's the one who's like, oh, he gets like banned from places. Okay. David Tibet is more just a, uh, I don't know. I think he just, he just, uh, I know of a friend who once described him as a horseshoe theory guy. Okay. Not Skyler. Sure. I, I wouldn't call him a friend. <laughs> um, no, I would call Scott. It doesn't matter. He's he's not on Twitter right now. We can say whatever the hell we want about him. Uh, I won't say things about. <laughs> you know where I'm. You know where my head is. Um, so yeah, I, I got Pearl said she didn't want to go back to sleep. She said she didn't want to nap. Um, so I told her you have to, and then you know she did, and uh, then I came out of her room and I heard. You say hello. Say hello, Jack. I heard Jack. Hello, Jack. Who I cannot say anything to because he is a nine-month-old little ball of poop and farts. Um, And he is now joining us, expert analyst. Jack will be uh, making his third appearance of the podcast, I believe. Um, And I'm going to change his diaper. Uh, Would you like to go match by match, run through our Nick Gage Invitational 4 card uh, happening tomorrow? I'll be there live. Um, I think I'm going to record something with the people I, I'm there with. Uh, it'll be our first Siobhanless episode, which is a shame, uh, but it's a long drive from from Philadelphia to to, to Chicago. Um, maybe one day we'll get one of those live ones done. Um, but while we're here, let's do a little preview action. What's uh, Go in whatever order you see fit. Do you have... Okay, you have yes, yes, I was just getting the card as we speak. Okay. Um, in... First round tournament action, we have 
I'm changing a diaper it, right now. <laughs> Jimmy Lloyd, the, the different boy, versus the uh, the Wiccan himself, or invite versus mm-hmm. uh, the deathmatch uh, Yankee, the boy with the pants, the original Yikaman, Yuko Miyamoto. Right. So that's a uh, big get, right? Because um, yeah. so last year's Nick Age Invitational, of course, was won by Masashi Takeda and uh, uh, featured him as well as Isami Kodaka. Oh, that's just piss. That's no, it's not a single turd in that diaper. How about that? Um, I got extra wipes because I assumed um, Miyamoto's got to go over here, right? I mean, I feel like he, I feel like he has to, which is kind of a shame because I feel, in my heart of hearts, I feel like. I want Jimmy Lloyd to win the tournament. Yeah. I, I, Jimmy Lloyd, of I course, went out. Uh, he Jimmy, we, he won his first-round matchup last year but had to go to the hospital. Um, so he yes. didn't get to go to the finals because Schlack well, cut the, his wrist open. Well, here's the thing, and we're just going to say this now. Is this best of the best old school format I, I don't think so i think we're doing i i think we're like i think this is a five match tournament i think they're doing single elimination or not single elimination they're gonna do um uh no elimination. one fall one fall three ways and then a four-way final i'm pretty sure because like i mean like the, last year or no i think the four-way final will be elimination rules i think yes yeah. i think yes okay. um no they have not established that and they did not establish that until um the announcement at the beginning of the final last year, how the format would actually go. Um, it was very confusing yes, at the time. W- yes. After, wasn't it after, was it before or after the six, 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 uh, bell salute? Uh, <laughs> I think it, it was like, it was literally like Nick Gage just literally said, fuck semifinals. We're just fucking doing it. Yeah. Right? I, I guess that did happen. I kind of forgot about that. Um, yeah, I think he just said, let's do a four way. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure uh, if that was off the cuff with him. I doubt it, obviously. Um, but yeah, I think we got we've got three single fall uh, triple threat matches here, or four single fall triple threat matches here, and then a four way elimination final. I think that is a format that makes sense. Um, it's not my preferred format, but I mean, look, you don't nobody nobody should have to work three death matches in one night. I think that's fair. Um, yeah. So I think this works for this. And um, right. yeah, Miyamoto. Miyamoto's the guy. You don't bring Miyamoto over for one match, right? He's never worked Game Changer no. before, right? Uh, no. And he is a, I mean, he has worked DOS several times. It, yeah, I'd it's be been a while. Ghost. So yeah. Yeah, he's, he's been in CZW as Ultra Violent Underground Champion. Oh, so. yeah, okay. Well, so yeah. IWA East Coast, I believe. Uh, Miyamoto worked a, a, a death match where he uh, had like a. It was like a zip line? Yes, yes. Who was that with? Do you the... remember? That was against uh, Danny Havoc, I think. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Okay. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I don't so it was know a Masters when that's of from. Pain. It was, a Ma- it was Masters of Pain 2009. 2009, wow. And he was, yeah. They, they ran a double weekend. I, he has another match on that show. I, on that weekend. I forget what the fuck it is. Yeah. Because uh, I'm looking out. right now. That, I've never yeah. seen that match, but uh, if you can find it, send it to me. I'd love to see it. Uh, I've seen right. clips. So, yeah. That's Second, all right. Ne- our next match that we will talk about right now with Pew Pew, um, you know the uh, the the Puerto Rican uh, rattlesnake uh, <laughs> Alex Colon. Okay. Uh, the snowman Marcus Crane. The devil's and, big red dick. Excuse me. Yes, the devil's big red dick and 
<laughs> Road Warrior Hawk. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Eric Ryan. I That's was, funny because I the, the the other day I was watching at, like on my lunch break uh, or on one of my 15 minute breaks at work I was watching uh, one of these shows and uh, like the guy there's a guy that I stand out there with that he he knows I'm into this shit and he was I was like reacting and he was like what and I was like here I'll show you and it was the Eric Ryan versus Orrin Veidt match from from the same from Summit Illinois from uh, yes. uh, May 4th and he it, said yes. I like his hair about Eric Ryan <laughs> yes <laughs> it is very much Road Warrior Hawk it is some some real shit going on there uh, all right yeah who wins this what do you think who is... wins this i feel like i feel like i feel like crane wins this i feel like marcus crane wins this i don't know yeah. this is real this feels like the most even of the three really yeah yeah crane was in the final last year uh cologne just won uh tournament of survival so he's not necessarily he doesn't need to be built up in any way um Eric Ryan is just a crazy person. I think I think I might go Eric Ryan. <laughs> I would Ryan. love I'd love to see Eric Ryan. Eric do Ryan's it, mom has breast cancer. Yeah. I was, I didn't know I knew that he, the only thing I knew I knew I saw him wearing a black armband uh and one of the Freedoms show. Yeah. Yeah. He was so on. He just he's he's selling t-shirts sure exactly. at the show tomorrow. Uh he's been doing his Ready to Die tour. He's selling uh shirts that say Ready to Survive and have the ribbon. Um so, yeah, let's just let Eric Ryan win the whole goddamn thing so he can sell T-shirts to support his mom, who probably doesn't have fucking health insurance. Um, yeah. I, you know yeah, what? Eric Ryan, he's, you know, you know, yeah. we, you know, he's the young stud, a young stud, baby. We are. Yeah. Uh, AAW not, for not, life. I fucking love Eric Ryan. He's been around forever. And, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know if he's my pick, but he's who I'd like to win this. And I think I think he'd be a good good selection to win the entire goddamn thing. All right. Next up, the bulldozer. Well, technically, if I'm going in alphabetical order, uh, the man who rejects all supremacies. Wait, you have a you have a, a method here? Yeah, I have a method here. The man who rejects all supremacies, Schlack. Okay. Versus um, I'm the not a Nazi. Matt Tremont. This is my uh, this is my Joe Lanza impersonation. I'm not a Nazi. Yeah, oh, his voice is so bad. Versus the sovereign psycho, the simple man. Uh, one man. half of Black and Wild, Lightbeards and Lariats, Mance Warner. The, the Manser, uh, yeah. Tremont. I don't say the Manser. I don't love the Manser. I don't like saying Manser It either. feels bad. It feels bad. Old Manser? I know you're on record as, as being anti the uh, Dirty Daddy, uh, Chris Dickinson derivatives. I think those are silly enough, but I, I don't like the Manser for some yeah. reason. I don't know. It's something weird. Uh, the only thing that would be cool is if he teamed with Necro. Okay. So they could be the Necromancers. The, oh, the Necromancers. Okay. It didn't even make sense to me. I was just like, okay. And I was waiting for you to yeah, continue. That would be cool. <laughs> I had that, no idea where uh, you were going with that. Him, him uh, Jason, the Gifto Kinkato, oh, as you Jason like to Jason, the Gifto Kinkato. That was the team that I also, yes, the, the Necromancers. Just Shouts like, oh, out to some... We Don't Know Evolve, Jason, the Gifto Kinkato. He would be uh, cool in GCW. And uh, I think he's worked GCW in the last, like, Two years. He worked. Huh. He worked the Fight Club show where Jimmy Lloyd's birthday bash. One of those weird. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. The compound. No, um, you put Jason it, the Gift of Kinkato in any scramble. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to me, I'm saying I'm saying Tremont, right? The only we we just spent we spent most of the show talking about how fucking good Matt Tremont is. I think it's appropriate you know, if we no. introduce Matt Tremont. 
No, I Mance? think it's Mance. I think it's Mance. I think Mance is the one who will win it, but I, I think, oh, you think he's he should. Okay. Should. All right, I'm, I'm going with should, not will. I, I so except for saying well. I wanted Eric Ryan to win so he could sell T-shirts to support his mom. Um, I, I, I don't know who I think is going to win that match. I think Mance is definitely going to win this match. Um, it I think will Mance be a pleasure. I've never yeah. seen Tremont live. Um, he's, he's said this, yeah, and he is. He is, you know, he's a, he's more of an East Coast legend, I suppose. Sure, Northeast, New East. Jersey. He's like Asbury Park, yeah. right? Is where he's built from. I don't think he's built. I'm not sure he's from built from Asbury Park. We might be off top, actually, but I don't fucking remember. No, look right at uh, He is. Uh, he is like a very special person to me. I I I know it's probably cliche at this point, but I think that Matt Tremont um, probably should be credited with like reviving the like the near death uh u.s deathmatch scene after like iwa kind of just stopped doing shows and like just we're running awful places awful shows in awful places um and then he's, um build from atlantic city he is built from atlantic sure. city that's the a's yeah. um that makes more sense actually he's a boardwalk boy um he wasn't like a guy who visited the boardwalks he was like the guy who like he ran the ski ball there <laughs> yeah under the boardwalk janice and the dick and the <laughs> yeah we do that every time but it's it's funny yeah so um <laughs> i i think we're not uh, good people yeah man's Mance is my, uh, Mance is, you've been is to the, the, you've been to the AC boardwalk? You've been there? No. No? No, I've been to Margate. I've never been to Atlantic City proper. Okay. God. All right. Well, if I ever get out there, we're going to go play some fucking skee-ball. Uh, they got and, like a Ferris wheel out there or something, right? And, uh, yeah, they've got some shit. Yeah, right, uh, I've Ferris seen Lucy the, the Big Elephant. That's weird. I don't know. My mom's in like, we went to Wild, we were Wildwood. Okay. Uh, more than uh, yeah okay. and north wildwood and ocean city that kind of shit sure, sure anyway and then our final opening round match this is what nick. this should be we should just talk about jersey <laughs> yeah <laughs> nick gage nick. national park fucking gage the one man militia matthew justice and the butter boy cody Ritz. um <laughs> the, the the husky heartthrob Excuse me. The man who had, who shaves his chest hair in the shape of a heart. Now, Cody Rice yeah. is a guy who worked um, basically every LaSalle AAW show. And so I, like, talked to him I like at almost every one of those shows. I used to team with Buck Nasty, a.k.a. Bucky Collins, um, yeah. and, a, and a great, great tag team. Bucky Collins is fantastic. I know you are aware of that. Um, yes. Just, like, a full Buddy Rose bumper. Just – oh, hello. Just – crazy person um, yeah i was thinking about like you know i've been thinking about bucky pro wrestling your <laughs> dream wave revival and i'm like also oh, yeah. uh you know we you know what who i want to interview fucking matt cage yeah matt, matt cage yeah the 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 gay wrestler of course <laughs> i love that matt yeah. cage oh buddy um i didn't I, I should probably grab him a milk here in a minute if this continues but we're almost done um Big mistake. I grabbed the baby, didn't grab a milk. Grabbed a diaper, not a milk. Um, yeah, I think Matt Cage would probably come on our show. I don't think he'll ever come back to wrestling. It's probably the one. I don't think there. he will either. Uh, I don't think he need. Hopefully, I mean, if he's his injuries are bad enough, you know. Yeah. If you can get out and uh, get out, it's, Matt Cage was great. But anyway, uh, Gage wins, right? Uh, yes, Gage defeats Matthew Justice and Cody Rice, of course. But Matthew Justice working a fucking death match. Uh, yes, with is, shit. Uh, you know That's... what? I think he. Um, 
I know we are, so I don't know if you did you see you know Caden the uh, the the yes. guy he posted some videos of Russell Rager Russell Rager which by the way is still not uh, been uploaded to Smart Mark or else one of us would have bought it um, we all would have bought it uh, wink wink uh, <laughs> um, Joshua Bishop takes a face wash from Nick Gage with tubes in his face. Uh, these boys are trying to just like impress each other at this point. Wes Barkley, Zach Thomas, Josh Bishop, uh, Matthew Justice, they're all just trying Garini. to like, Yeah, Garini and yeah, they're all just going for it. Tim Donst is willing to do shit. Like this like a big like game of Ohio one upsmanship. And I think Matthew Justice is uh likely to take the craziest bump of the night. Now there is no oh, balcony sure. at this place. Yes, but maybe they'll Arena go off the Galley, roof. Which I loved Arena Galley. What a what a place. Yeah. What a building. That was how that last one started up was fucking Jimmy Lloyd getting thrown off that fucking crazy balcony. That was the first spot of the show. So I don't know how they start this one. Uh but yeah, maybe they go off the roof. It's not that high of a roof. It's probably about a Nick Mondo, uh John Zandig height roof. Look, Matthew Justice has been off higher services than that before. Um, yeah, Nick Gage wins. I'm excited to watch Matthew Justice and Nick Gage mix it up in front of my very eyes. I cannot wait. They wrestled in the three-way uh, final for the, the AIW J-Lit tournament, and they yes. they brutalized each other in that, and there was no glass in that match because they don't allow glass in the Odeon. Or if they do, John Thorne just doesn't want to sweep it up. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't want to make Arthur MacArthur sweep that up in between matches or Mikey All right. um, Mikey Bitcoin or whatever his name is. We have uh, okay now. We have uh, two listed non-tournament matches. It says a plus more. I don't know if it means the final or if they're just or if uh, Brett's uh, Twitter guy is just being cute here. But anyway, Mister mm. Fun Size Marco Stunt in one of his final uh, indie appearances right. versus. The legend, the the the, <laughs> the motherfucker, the the greatest of all time, Tracy Smothers. Yeah, the uh, the Confederate so and so, right? Uh, one third of the original True Blooded Italians, uh, or the Full Blooded Italians, definitely not True Blooded Italians. Yeah, God, uh, that uh, Italian uh, Italian vampires. Yeah. Oh, what man. gimmick that be? I have not seen nearly enough of '97 uh, FBI. Oh, you're all over oh, this old podcast. Blue eyes. Yeah. JT Smith. I'll tell you what, my son <laughs> oh. has a lot to say about the FBI. Um, an Illinois He's boy. He's not fed. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm excited about this. I want to get a pick with Marco and with Tracy Smothers, and I want to tell Marco that I was telling people on the internet to Google him early on before he ever broke through. Um, Prince of the Death Matches. That's Prince right. Prince of the Death Matches. Say it straight up. Yeah, Google uh, Marco Stunt. Uh, you'll, you'll be surprised. He's a... Marco, Marco versus Logan Stunt. We're going to talk about that match on the end of the year podcast. Did you ever watch that? I haven't watched it yet, but I will. You haven't watched I'm the Backyard fine. Show? You, no, no, no. You will not have the same reaction that I had. I'm the only person in the I think I world. actually will. I think I will. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, uh, that feels like my kind of match. It's beautiful. Um, it's art. All right. And uh, um, it doesn't matter who goes over in that match. It nope. will just be very entertaining. It doesn't matter who goes <laughs> over in this match either. Uh, <laughs> The base god, the OG, right. oh, Gringo god. Loco. Uh, have you seen Gringo Loco? You did last I fucking did. year. Folks. Yeah, I saw him do a, a spiral tap through a table, through two people and a table. Uh, god, very cool. 
fucking love Gringo Loco. <laughs> love He's, he man. also worked uh, at least one AEW LaSalle show that I was at. I've, right, I've like... seen him do his like strut dance through the, through the curtain a couple of times. Um, and the, yeah. last year, last year when he came out, uh, me and Mike, Mike Stocks, were uh, very drunk, and Mike just straight up did the strut like right in front of me, the the arm. <laughs> if you can picture that, uh, yeah. yeah it's, uh, I'm looking forward to doing that. At again. Warrior Wrestling, they had a team of Sam Adonis and Gringo Loco, which is the yeah, uh, like IWRG. Yeah, the not quite uh, Gringo but Locos, <laughs> the Gringo Locos, uh, like junior team like the 2010 version of that yeah what's it called is good. uh los gringos vip or whatever well that gringos vip was um right his, it, it, his, sam uh, adonis gringos was not in was... that team but still no no pretend. he wasn't and then but then sam adonis did his art bar love machine tribute right and it was a tribute feud with blue panther which was very which I enjoyed highly, right. honestly. I fought Sam. I like Sam Adonis as a wrestler. Yeah, he might have bad politics. I don't fucking know. I think he might. I think he might be doing a gimmick. Yeah, but he no, might his also brother, be on top. His brother Corey Graves has awful politics. Um, yes. <laughs> this baby's cool. He's. You, we don't have to rush this. He's fine. I know he's making noise, right. but he's. We're we're good. Um, Sam, anyway. Sam Adonis not on the show, but Gringo Loco, um, the base god against. Okay. Air Blake, the tier one operator, Blake Christian. <laughs> the tier one operator? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, uh, versus uh, Illinois' own Jake Lander mm-hmm. versus... Proving Ground Pros, Jake Lander. <laughs> the, versus the fucking sensation of the summer. I don't know how else to call him. Alex Zane. The Backyard Wrestling Link's own. Alex yeah. Zane, the guy who did a 6.30 over the top rope through a fucking door at Backyard Wrestling. He did the a shooting did star it. press into a chair shot off a roof. He did, he did a, <laughs> uh, a, uh, a helo from the ring to the stage at Nasbury Park show right. onto Jordan Oliver, I think. Or That's Oliver, right. You know, he did fucking a, killed them. He bounced uh, he had from a, very- a trampoline and... Into an Asai moonsault, just no hands seamlessly. He might have used hands. I'm going to pretend he didn't. Uh, he's a fucking lunatic. He is. He's um, tall. He, he's he is pretty, a, and he is insane. He's like he's 38 a, like, too. He's he's been around. Yeah, no, he's been around for forever. He's like our. He's kind of on our unironic. Like he's an unironic uh, sorts of Essex guy. Right, sure. Robbo Osprey combo, sure. but like legit, like we actually he probably him wrestled Robbo at some point. He definitely wrestled Daniel if, Makabe. Um, yeah. He wrestled Daniel Makabe on a fucking three two one battle show like a year and a half ago before he blew up. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. Um, I I know it's listening. I haven't seen the match though. It's uh, cool. I saw the, it's, I, I saw the listing. It's not great, but it's cool. And Zane is. It's cool. It's fun. Yeah, I, I bet it would person. be. And also, it's, they got a fun. Backyard wrestling revival shit. Like that's the, been the yeah, most exactly. exciting thing of like this two years to me as far as just random shit. Jack just grabbed Is everyone PS4 just saying fuck it, kicks ass? There's no shame behind it. Let's just do it because we all did it anyway. We know each other, so let's yeah. just do it. Yeah, let's just stop with this bullshit. Well, and that was yeah. the thing that you could talk about with wrestlers at shows, like going back a few years now. But like they wouldn't like talk about it if other wrestlers are around. Um, I wish I could remember who talked who talked with me about that at, at one of those AAW shows. Um, it might have been AR Fox. AR Fox was always really cool. Made, you know what? I think it was Kurt Stallion. Uh, Kurt Stallion is, you know, say what you will about his uh, 
the shape of his body, uh, the structure <laughs> of his matches, or his general demeanor. Really fun guy to talk to after, like, while he has dip in his mouth. Have you ever seen the picture oh, I took with Kurt Stallion where he puts his fist? It's me and Kurt Stallion, and he puts his fist over his mouth. And he told me I always put my fist in front of my mouth because I don't want people to see that I have dip. <laughs> that's that is Texas, yeah. baby. That is Kurt yeah. fucking Stallion. That's what he. That's what you need to think about when you think about Kurt Stallion. Is that he is yeah. embarrassed to have the dip in his lip. <laughs> um, it does not matter who wins this match. It uh, Alex Zane. Al- they could they could put Blake Christian over Blake Christian. Uh, Blake Christian and Alex Zane both just worked uh, a non tournament match in Bola last night. Um, yes. Apparently stole the show. Obviously because that entire card is very tired and boring uh so you put uh a couple of fucking weirdo backyarders on there working a match with joey janella and tony deppen who is also those two guys were also weirdo backyarders obviously four yes, weirdo four were on the backyard wrestling show yeah not was christian was on that right uh yes uh no yes. uh no blake christian was not on that show he blake christian's introduction to gcw came with the nashville shows um but, oh yeah but yeah he he is uh also one of those guys i'm pretty sure um this this is going to be fucking lights out shit i don't know what the structure of the show is going to be where they're going to position these matches um i just i was just watching that uh may 3rd uh game changer show or may 4th game changer show um where the semi-main event is joey janela versus orange cassidy and they have to work yeah. their comedy spots in the filthiest bloody like just a, a canvas soaked in orange vite and I, I and John Wayne Murdoch and Marcus oh, Crane. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was the freshest blood there too. Um, yeah, I I don't know how you do that. I don't know what you do um, for their sake. Especially I, I because it's a bunch of multi-mans too, which is a very weird. It's, it's yeah, a weird form extra blood. It's going to be a lot of blood on that canvas. Uh, I I don't know. I I would like to to say it doesn't matter, but I think it would, I. I don't. I think Gringo Loco deserves better than to take arm drags in a canvas that's covered in Cody Rice's blood. I'm sure he's done it before. I'm sure he'll do it again. He he shouldn't have to do it tomorrow. Is what I'm saying. I mean, he's. He, I mean, yeah, he's he's taken in a lot of people's blood. Yeah, yeah. I, I say uh, Cody Rice in particular pro. because of the region, but um, yeah. And then who wins this tournament? Who wins this fucking thing? You said Gage. Uh. Somebody else said I Gage. Think... I think John said Gage, actually. Another spammer said Gage. Yeah, uh, so we have as our final four. We have Miyamoto, Gage. Presumably. Uh, so we, yes, who we think will be Crane is who we think wins that, right? We we don't really know, but I think, I think Eric Ryan wins Crane. it. I think Eric Ryan wins it, personally. You think he wins it? Then yes. let's go with Eric Ryan, because I, I want him to win it. Crane was in it last year. Uh, That's the other thing. And then um, Mance. Yeah. Man, that's... Yeah, that's a crazy match. That's a weird one. I I, I don't think Man should win. I don't think Man should win the tournament. Yeah, that, so that's the other thing. That would right? be stupid. Doesn't none of this? So none of this matters. It's all completely up in the air. I think the of only. Course, yeah. I think the only like you could say Miyamoto, of course, is going to win uh, because why bring him over for one show? But we just watched Alex, uh, Alex Cologne beat Sakuda in a single. Like Sakuda worked one match. Jimmy Lloyd beat Great Sasuke. Like those two guys came from Japan and worked one match. Yeah, the only thing is the if they want to respect like Big Japan booking or whatever, but it's like fuck that. Who gives a shit? 
the, I know, that's Brett Lauderdale doesn't respect anything. He's fucking. That's what makes GCW. Have good. you seen that man? <laughs> <laughs> he definitely, that's he definitely doesn't himself. respect himself. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, I'm gonna say my prediction for for the winner of this tournament is I have no fucking clue. I, I, I have no fucking clue. Nick Gage might seem like the biggest possibility, uh, but I, I don't even see that. I don't have it's any idea. It's four, and he doesn't have one yet. Because he wasn't in the first one. <laughs> yeah, well, he went. He went back to jail, right? People forget. People forget. Bix. Nick Gage went back to jail. It's wrinkly, uh, wrinkly imprisoned balls. Um, yeah. No, I think. Uh, I. I don't know. I don't have any fucking idea. You know, who I think wins this show, uh, this tournament, and this show. Hmm. You. Yeah, and, me. And our, and our other friends me. and the fans. <laughs> me and and me and Ty and Chris, John, Mike. Uh, Small Doink shouts out Pork Sweat. Is Tracy Smothers married? I hope not. Oh God! Yeah, I, I was gonna say Tracy Smothers uh, will will fuck some, will fuck a fan for sure. Yeah, and he'll win. He See, wins every night. Pork Sweats, Boston Nuga, um, <laughs> uh, uh, not Epitasis, the one who doesn't suck his back. Oatgan, probably gonna Oatgan. be there. Uh, Rich, Oat's Rich, all right. Yeah, Rich Crate. He's all right. Rich Crate goes to these shows sometimes. Uh, fuck that guy, but he's going to be a winner too. Uh, every one of us is uh, the the guy who booked Galley. He's probably going to be there. Galley you know, fucking kicks ass, man. Galley was great. Yeah. It's I guess it still is. Who knows if it even exists? Yeah, anymore. I don't know where the fuck they're running. Um, off the top of my head. But. Yeah, I feel bad because I have to go out of town. Um, my wife has been very. Emily has been very cool. Uh, she's always very cool when I have to when I go to things. She encourages me to go have fun, be with my friends or whatever. Uh, but I, you know, I feel guilty. Um, you can hear him. He's a fucking handful. You hear his voice. He never shuts up. That's okay. We love him, but he's not easy to take care of. And then we got another one who won't fucking sleep up there. Um, and and she's gonna have to take care of both of them for like a full. See, this is why. I mean, when we we get when we get the compound. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll take care of. I'll, I'll, you know, I, I, I would love to raise these children for you, Bucky. I'm One a is family easy. protector. You know that. You, you know that. <laughs> I'm trying to do a Mark Briscoe after hearing our friend um, Nutramax do a perfect J and Mark. I haven't um, heard that. I, ha- I don't. I don't believe that he is capable. But uh, we'll have to hear dude, it when, he, um, when he comes on the show one master. day. Yeah, you know, yeah. I've, I've heard. I've heard that. I, I. I don't know. I. I didn't make it through his episode of the bad wrestling podcast because it wasn't about wrestling it was about some fucking kid cuddy album so i turned I this know, shit I off didn't, I didn't um shouts out to our oh, boys um yeah but yeah i the I, ones you should really be jealous that they that they didn't get dj oh, yeah right uh that's their entire thing uh and i think they we'd are. be I jealous think... if they um if remp got um fucking oh, uh hurricane kid yeah that's who i said yeah, no, you should listen to those recent episodes. They talk at length about <laughs> Towel Boy. Um, yeah, I, I do. Let's go ahead and I'll say I'm going to be on uh, the, the, the Rotten Era Memory podcast in like a month to talk about IW Mid-South, a couple of shows. I'm going to be in two episodes. Um, everybody should listen to that. Siobhan, you should listen to it. That show has, they've really figured out what they're doing, um, just like we figured out what we're doing. And I think it's really good. Um, I am I am very excited about this show. I, all week I was kind of um you know in my head about um 
I don't. I I just hate leaving. I hate I hate not being. It's it's it sounds fucking corny or whatever. It sounds like I'm lying. Is what it sounds like. Uh, yes, I, I know. It doesn't I sound like you're trying. Sincerity. Like you're- we don't do a lot of it on the show. We do yes. actually. We it's just, do. It's just that's that we, a goddamn lie. We do a ton of. We, we are very sincere. This is a deeply sincere podcast. We man. usually do it about <laughs> wrestling, though. Is that's, that's the thing. Yeah, um, yeah. We love. Uh, we're sincere about uh, Los Vianos. Yeah, the, the Manser. Okay. We sincerely don't like saying Manser, but we sincerely love the Manser. Um, I don't want to leave this guy for twenty four hours, and it sucks. But I have as it's getting closer and. We've got our sort of plans. I'm going to pick up the boys from the fucking Union Station in Chicago. We're going to go to the Bean, maybe. Um, I'm I'm getting really pumped. And I, I feel like, um, yeah, I've had this, like, sense of doom all week that something terrible is going to happen to me. But it's fading away. And I'm starting to believe again. I'm starting to believe that it's just going to be a real nice time. And that if I'm, be- if I'm uh, real lucky, if I'm real lucky, no glass will be... Th- launched into my eyeballs that's and you know what you're and i'm just gonna ask you to uh, drink responsibly oh yeah and i know you have an airbnb but also uh you know as a friend and also <laughs> um do not fucking brag about drinking white claws i see people t- talking about like joey janela bigging up like i'm double fist and white claws dude i that's like i I, I've been on this oh, fucking, fucking keto bitch. diet. I've been on this keto no, diet. It's like the only thing I can drink, okay? Unless I just want to bring I, a I, bottle I, of vodka. That, I'm very proud of you. <laughs> I'm very proud. You're getting, you're, you know, you're, you're becoming, you know, you know, fucking, I don't know, like, like a, like a Tony Hall built motherfucker. I don't know yeah. why I can't pick like Hell a yeah. boxer. No, Tony Hall. Yeah. Not a, yeah, not a Finnish <laughs> national. What I aspire to be. <laughs> He's not not a good man, a really good wrestler in New Japan. Go watch those fucking matches. He would have those been the finest guys. stormtrooper in the entire war if he had yes. been born about five decades earlier, so seven decades earlier. No, um, yeah, I, I will be drinking probably some sort of spiked seltzer. Um, but Three I decades earlier. <laughs> okay. Tony, I just I did the math. Okay, sure. Because yeah, it's like, man, that guy. It's weird to celebrate him because he's a bad person, but also Jr. Funny, Jim Ross funny. He's a bad person, and you know Jim Ross is also a bad person. So. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, you know the 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 pot calling the kettle white. Um, <laughs> that's a that's a good that's a good little bit. Um, yeah, I'm very excited. I'm very excited. And uh, Airbnb is 12 minutes away from the venue, uh, and. May I remind you that last time, uh, when Mike and I uh, drove from, I my experience for the NGI last year is I I worked from seven to three, I drove thirty minutes from my job in Morton to Bloomington where Mike lives, um, and took a shower in his apartment, and uh, then we drove from there to Chicago three hours, right? Yeah. Uh, drank in the parking lot, ate Wendy's. And watched that show, and then left the show at about eleven thirty. Um, I got home home at two thirty, then drove the forty five minutes back to Peoria, slept for two hours, and then went back to work the next day at six a.m. at the uh, 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 Caterpillar. At right? Cat- yeah, at the plant, at the big fucking warehouse, right? And I, uh, yeah, I- that um, you know that makes you you know uh, you know one of the boys. That's you. Uh, you know, paying your dues. But, I am, yeah, uh, of course. And I, this you're, you're, this you're, time, I don't have to go right back to work. I can go sleep in someone yeah, else's you're home. Now we paid sixty two dollars <laughs> for this fucking Airbnb. We're gonna have a nice time, and I'm gonna sleep on a couch or a floor or something. 
And I hope there's air conditioning. Jack, I'm trying to tell a story. And I hope that uh, I can sober up a little bit. He's pulling my fucking earbuds out. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Pulled my whole headset off my head. Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah,